0: Can I help you?
1: Why, yes, yes, you can. I'm here to report a terrible crime.
0: And what terrible crime is that? This one...
2: Welcome to Fansplainers, I'm Ian Boothby And I'm David Dedrick And today we're talking about, yeah, a comic book movie I oh, know, right? What? We're back to that oh. When we started off, we were doing uh, mostly those Because that's the season that we were starting, that's I guess That's right And, uh, and then we, we went away from that uh, We did Little Women last week Which sounds like it could be a superhero team Of women who shrink and fight crime <laughs> And yet, no It is not That was not what it was about Yet these women uh, well, I don't know if they necessarily fight crime. I don't know if that's a description of them, uh, but uh, it, it is a movie, and the full title is uh, "Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn in the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus." <laughs>
1: I've noticed that they have changed the title of the film in the middle of the films
2: because they've run out of letters for uh, movie marquee. That's
1: right. People are complaining. How many? No, it's now Harley Quinn colon. Birds of prey,
2: yeah, which which does make sense. It's a
1: it's a better title. They probably should have gone with that in the first place. I mean,
2: so. I'm glad that they went with the fun idea. That's a that's a nice idea to like. You know oh, we're gonna have a good time with that. But yeah, birds of prey is a little bit of a tricky thing because the only uh, thing people know about birds of prey, if they know anything about birds of prey, is it was a television series and it was not a very good television series. Okay, and that was from uh, 2002 to 2003 that,
1: okay. that ran. So really, and you know, if they're for most people, like most like young people, it doesn't exist as anything. Let's say no comics. So I think yeah, as a as a as a brand name, it's not very not as effective as Harley Quinn. Right. Let's put it that su- way.
2: Yeah, Suicide Squad. People did not uh, generally care for, and yet they saw it uh, quite a bit, and they liked <laughs> they liked uh, Harley Quinn uh, the best. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. definitely the favorite part of of that movie. Which was uh... did you see Suicide Squad? Yes, I did. And what were your thoughts on Suicide Squad? It was not a very good film. No, it was uh, it, that was a that was a hot mess. I think one of the big problems with DC movies, and it, it also falls with this one, uh, though this is a much better movie, is uh, they can't pick. A tone and stay with it. Yeah. If all their movies seem like they were put together by people that didn't see the other parts of the movies. <laughs> like we talked about this with uh, yeah. with Shazam, mm. how you have these uh, brutally gruesome scenes, yeah. and then just wacky happy comedy. You know, and then and then the end of the movie doesn't seem like anyone saw the earlier parts of the movie and you know the but almost always the leads are charming and you go oh Mm -hmm. they would they'd be fine yeah uh if they were in a a movie that was a a more cohesive uh film
1: yeah i mean maybe we're too sensitive to the to the brutally terrible murders and and shazam i think if they're you know their audience is i obviously like kind of aiming towards teenage boys young men and that's kind of I think they could watch that without blinking an eye. Well if they're going for teenage I know boys, I could have and been. again
2: we're talking about uh, you know if they're going for teenage boys and yeah. we have talked about Shazam before, and then you've got mm-hmm. a character called Lust, yeah, and you have nothing lustful at all about well, the that character is a, that, then you're not going for a teenage yeah, boy.
1: That's a different thing entirely. Yeah, when
2: your yeah. character that's lust is just like eating people, <laughs> well then what are yes. you what are you what are you thinking? Yeah. Uh I mean even Wonder Woman uh, which I think has been the best of the new DC movies so far. Sure, uh, has 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 tonal issues and a yeah. third act that just goes. We got, no- we, got we got nothing. We got nothing. You, yeah, we
1: don't have to do now.
2: You've got a great scene in the middle where she's crossing no man's land, which mm-hmm. feels like oh, this yeah. this feels like something. Yeah, and then eh.
1: but then it's meaningless because the village gets destroyed anyway. Yeah. So her whole. Like it just, it's it's yeah, a she really, goes to man's world and you're yeah. like oh
2: okay here we go we're gonna yeah uh, this will be so interesting seeing her uh, fighting you know the chauvinism and whatever and 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 doesn't really but like she's so charming that it, it the cut, things that work work yeah. and you like Paradise Island and that's the thing about the DC movies is
1: I didn't really it, like Paradise Island very much but oh, okay <laughs>
2: okay well so you pick the bits that you like yeah and you go like were there enough bits that I like that I like this movie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, that's usually the way a DC movie goes. A DC uh, Universe movie goes Whereas I feel like More with the Marvel movies The tone at the beginning Of Guardians of the Galaxy Is still this tone That's at the end Of Guardians of the Galaxy It didn't feel like Another director showed up In the middle And added a bunch of stuff
1: There's also a visual element To the DC films That I find I don't Well I just don't like it very much
2: What is that? the, The very dark?
1: It's very dark And it's But also it's It's very Grittily filmed Like You really can see Like the actors Like you can just see like there are creases in their face. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really like, it doesn't like when it feels like when you watch a Marvel film, they kind of smooth it out a little bit. So everyone looks, it looks, everyone looks good. You know, whereas you watch the like birds of prey, for instance, everyone doesn't look that great because they're just filmed in such a way that it's hyper realistic. And it just feels like it's like too realistic for the world. You're trying to create for a movie. It'd be great if we were watching Serpico. It'd be great if we were watching some sort of hard boiled, you know, movie, but it's not supposed to be that it's supposed to be sort of a, a fun sort of you know, riff on, on, on whatever, like sort of a Deadpool want get sort of a Deadpool wannabe in a way yeah. with the nar- narration and stuff them, like yeah. that. And the rating and things. But it feels like
2: she does look at us at one point to sort of acknowledge that she uh yeah. could see that she's in a movie. Yeah. Though never does it again. Again, this is one of the tonal things. But that's like, the thing, yeah. If you're
1: yeah. gonna like yeah, if you're gonna one is if you're gonna do like Deadpool narration, um well, don't actually, because there's already a movie doing it. Like, try find your own thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's tough because she really, in the comics, is a very Deadpool type character. Okay, in that both of them are characters that start off as villains, like yeah. full-on villains. Yeah, and then they incorporate a bit of fun and then a bit of pathos, and now they're the character that you can do anything with. They mm-hmm. could kill someone in cold blood, yeah. or they could be babysitting, you know, a child, and that, that's fine. And that yeah, there's a there's a range that's of both, of them, and they both c- could talk to the talk to the reader yeah and you know and uh, and and just be you know a little bit ridiculous
1: yeah I just thought the cinematography wasn't apt for what the, what they were trying to do you know I just it felt, felt a little TVish like it was TV-ish it just felt like just way over the top like too much detail and too much like too much just too much of everything like just like it just needs to be a little more gauzy a little you know just keep it keep it kind of fantasy don't we don't need you don't need to be hard-bitten reality in a movie about a person who's who's you know m- magical basically mm-hmm. you know, that's just, we don't need those sort of things in movies about people who are magical you don't need grit and reality in movies about magical people
2: but- now um the the birds of prey just a little backstory on who the characters are birds of prey in the comics uh were, were created by uh chuck dixon uh who did a good a, f- a pretty good job with with the comic like okay. i'm just getting uh, really fast on the comics uh, and an artist named uh, Jordan B. Uh, G- Gorefinkel, um, and the characters were uh, Black Canary, yeah, who's uh, you know got some sonic powers, and in the comics, has been a character who's been around since the forties. Okay, uh, and they justify that in the comics by like, oh, the one from the forties was her mom. Okay, uh, and her mom was just a kick-ass, you know, scrapper. Mm-hmm. Who give you a high heel in the face? A
1: real silk specter.
2: Yes, but uh, yeah, that's silk specter. Basically, is based on Black Canary, mm-hmm. uh, and then they uh, gave you know the daughter, uh, you know, a canary cry, a scream. Okay, because back in the sixties. Uh, if you were a woman in comics, you were like a, a, scarlet witch or a Marvel girl or an invisible girl. Your power would be to stand away from the villain and, uh, and something would come out of you, probably like dotted lines, and that would push <laughs> the villain away from okay, you, right? Sure. And in her case, it was a, you know, a series of circles. It would be, that's her scream. Yeah she, would, yeah. she would scream and push her away. So that was her deal. Uh, the other character was Huntress, who's a bit of a weird character in that, uh, originally she was the daughter of Batman. And okay. Catwoman, huh. Ah. but again, this is the old, old Batman back yeah. when he was lived on a parallel Earth. When they merged all the Earths together for uh, this thing called Crisis, they went, "What do we do with What do we do with this character?" And so instead, they made her uh, the daughter of a crime family who uh, family was massacred, and she mm. decided to avenge them and mm. became Huntress.
1: It was a good backstory in the movie. I thought,
2: yeah, I, I really, I yeah, we'll get into more of that later. But yeah, I did enjoy her backstory. Uh, and the third character was Barbara Gordon. Who in the comics had been in a, in a book called The Killing Joke? Uh, she was Alan,
1: originally Batwoman or Batgirl.
2: She was originally uh, Batgirl. That's right. And then in The Killing Joke, which was done by Alan Moore and uh, Brian Bolland, uh, she was, she was shot in the spine. Mm-hmm. And in that book, it was just an offhand thing of like, yeah, yep, yeah, she's shot in the spine. They didn't really say what happened to her. Uh, you know, she was used kind of in a death wish type thing to motivate the heroes and make her father make an ethical choice and make batman make an ethical choice or not whether to kill the joker and that was that was that story but in the but then they kept it as canon in the comics and went like well what about her well she's in a wheelchair and they just made her kind of a character that was a pathos uh like batman fails sometimes uh but then uh, uh, they decided to uh, give her uh, computer skills because that's what you do with ladies: um, <laughs> their computer skills. And so she became Oracle, who was this computer genius. Okay. So she was the third part of the Birds of Prey. Yeah, and so there you are. And then when they did the television series, that's what they did as well. They used those three, but uh, they went back to the idea of Huntress as Batman and Catwoman's daughter to the point where it was supposed to be a spinoff, a direct spinoff of Batman Returns, the movie. So they would use clips from Batman Returns when they were flashing back to her parents. And then, uh, the Black Canary, they made her psychic because, uh, when you're psychic, you can fill in a lot of blanks and uh, when your story's not moving along, you touch someone and then you get information and, uh, it's fine. <laughs> Anyway, and so that was uh, that was the Birds of Prey series. The Harley Quinn connection in that one was Huntress was going through therapy. Her therapist was Harley Quinzel, okay, and she would be uh, reporting to the Joker everything that she learned from her. In the very final episode, she put on the outfit, the Harley Quinn outfit. Okay, okay. so there is a Harley Quinn connection to the uh, I see the Birds of Prey. Okay. Yeah. but uh, in this Birds of Prey, mm, there is no Batgirl. There is no <laughs> Oracle. Yeah, uh, it's just kind of a you know, it's just a name. That yeah, it's, uh, it doesn't really that, feel. That well,
1: I mean, they call it birds of prey, but what's that mean? What's that mean? And then why? Because they're not really like a team or anything in the film until near, near the end of the movie. There's no like scene where they go, "We're the birds of prey" or whatever. Do they say birds
2: of prey? They do. At the end, they formed. They uh, Harley mentions that they formed a team. Called the birds of prey, but never mentioned. But that's like why they're called yeah. the birds of prey, and it's
1: kind of off camera as well. It's just her telling us sort of a round, general roundup of the end of the movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's not like you know. I guess
2: there's no there's no moment of uh you know. I guess they needed something to avenge. Oh, that's why they call them the Avengers. This all makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it uh yeah. I found the film a little disappointing. There's lots that I liked about it, but I. I thought it was yeah. Let's
2: get into a general, generally okay. Good, okay, go for it.
1: Yeah, I thought it was an okay film. I mean, I'm still on board with what DC's doing, which is like just giving, giving like properties, these you know, license these their properties to like people, like directors or writers or whoever, and just saying you know, like just do it, like do make random. your movie, make yeah. your movie, and you know, we'll see, we'll get something out of it, I suppose. And I guess the hope is that. They'll be able to cash in on on creativity. I mean, they obviously cashed in on, on Joker. That was a huge success for them, considering the amount they they put sure. into it, which I think was half the budget of this film. Mm-hmm. This film was a ninety one million dollar, basically ninety two million dollars for for budget. Right. And I don't know if budgets they show in on include like the marketing and stuff, so it might be more than that. But it's definitely not making its money back. For and I think for a number of reasons, some of them aren't are so great, and some of them are are understandable. One is Birds of Prey. If they call it Harley Quinn Birds of Prey at the beginning, I think it would have done a little better. I think they needed to market Harley Quinn a bit more. But one of the problems is that the Harley Quinn they're marketing isn't the same Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, which, so? which was a very kind of cheesecakey character with her short shorts and her uh, t-shirt and stuff like that. Whereas this film, she's more dressed throughout the film. There's maybe the beginning of the film. She has her, she does have her shorts on and stuff okay. like that. But most of the material show her in her kind of orange plaid pants that she's wearing for the finale of the film. And so I think they they tried to market it a little differently than they did in Suicide Squad, which isn't going to get the guys out. You know, yeah,
2: they went full, uh, yeah. I mean, Suicide Squad they went full kind of the stripper look, yeah. And then they actually had scenes in it where uh, the Joker is, is, you know, using her uh, to to seduce, you know, a, 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 a goon or something like that, saying yeah. Do you want to have sex with Harley. Like it just it was just. Ugh. <laughs> it was just ugh thing. Yeah. a thing. This is this is this yeah. is the thing. It's like I think there was people liked Harley, but there was parts of it that were just ugh. So what do we do about that? Mm-hmm. How do we not? How do we take the ugh out yeah. of this? Well, and apparently,
1: just, ugh sells. Cause <laughs> suicide Squad is like three hundred million dollars in in, uh, in views. Yeah, but so, also so, Suicide Squad. Obviously, everyone went to see it because it sounded like such an exciting idea of a mm-hmm. band of villains and blah, blah, blah. But when they saw the result, which was just like the most mediocre, sloppy, sl- sloppy you know, afterthought of a mess, they, you know, maybe the, maybe this movie is suffering from the backlash to that. Like, people can't backlash against Su- Suicide Squad because there's no new Suicide Squad yet. But this movie is getting that backlash. They're kind of like, I don't want to see this because I did not like Suicide Squad.
2: Yeah, there's another problem with I. I mean, I liked it a lot. Like, to me, it's the best one after Wonder Woman. Uh, but by, by far, and then you get into Shazam, Aquaman and then garbage. Um, <laughs> but I think when you were, when you were going with suicide squad, you had um, you know again, the joker is a draw when you don 't know you know who 's this new joker, that sounds interesting sure uh, you got Batman in it, okay um, Justice League hadn 't come out yet, mm. so it seemed like they were building towards something interesting. Yeah. but at this point, do you want to go to Gotham? You know, do you like the Ben Affleck Batman enough that like, oh, we're back in Gotham. Oh, this is going to be fun. Here we go. Uh, you know, who, who cares at this point of that? Like, we know that Ben Affleck isn't Batman anymore. And I was just
1: going to say, do you think they, do you think they could have, I'm going to say in the quotes, wasted Robert Patton's cameo as Batman in this movie? Would that have been like, would have been throwing away something that they should be keeping in their back pocket?
2: I don't know. I don't know how you tie this into, well, we
1: know that Batman and Harley Quinn have like a a, ba- a, ba- a past.
2: Well, this is the problem: is is you know you've got such a past with them, you know, uh, where in I mean, they, it feels like they made such a mistake uh, making Batman so old, as in like Batman had been around in Gotham City for twenty years mm. to the point where you've already got one dead Robin, you know, and and Robin was killed by the Joker and Harley, so. Harley is the murderer of, you know, his someone who is the closest yeah. to so Is it's that like, from Suicide Squad? That's from Suicide Squad, okay. yeah. Okay. So what do you what do you do with that? How yeah. do we button that? You know, uh, so Batman's been around for twenty years. How long has Harley been around for? Has the Joker been around for twenty years? What's what's going on? There's just too much like we're joining that story way too late in progress, it feels like yeah. we're not on board at the beginning, which is where sure. you want to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you're coming off of Suicide Squad, so, you know, that's not great. I think people do like Harley. They like her as a concept. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a cartoon series right now about her. Uh, you know, the comic book does all right. But, but, yeah, I think, you know, I don't know if it is just a thing about, you know, uh, people, people are just, <laughs> I don't know. It bugs me that the Joker's done so well because I think the Joker's a piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. I hate that movie. Yeah. Really, I really hate that movie. I think the acting in it is 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 fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought uh, Joaquin Phoenix did such a great job in it. Yeah. But I think tonally it was so one note and then did such a cheat at the end with so many alternate endings that it, it just seemed like a gutless ending to me. Such so gutless. And then so uh, compromised by trying to make it a Batman origin story as well. I, I doubt that was their choice as filmmakers, but you I don't know, care. It's, so, I'm watching you know. the movie that I'm watching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, and, and but that is the movie that it feels like all these people really connected with. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I was really hoping for the best with this one, and I really did enjoy it. Uh, and I thought there was some really good action in it. But yeah, it needed to be something a little bit more to hmm. it. And, and you know, as we talk through it, maybe we'll figure out what, what that is.
1: Sure. So that's, that's interesting. I found I did not like the action in this film. Like there was, I just found it a little – it was poorly choreographed, I think, the action in this film. There's a scene where Harley does like a flip kick onto a guy mm-hmm. who is clearly waiting for her to do a flip kick onto him okay. because that's his role to be flip kicked onto. And I feel like – and I and I think where the movie fell apart was – I think the core. I shouldn't say the choreography was bad. What was not helpful was the editing in this film. I think the editing too much.
2: Too too, well. Okay, go ahead.
1: Well, you need to like kind of do a Peter Hunt. You know the direct the guy who edited a a lot of the early James Bond's film, where he would cut out frames out of the fights to make the punches land faster. Okay, like you've got to learn like as an editor, you have to learn to speed up your action so that you don't have those kind of moments of the stuntman waiting for the person to to do their kick because. You know those those aren't really useful ways to actually fight in, in reality, so you have to kind of fantasy it up right you can't you can't have it real because real the person would just move and then the, she would land on the floor and then he would take you know he would make his move or whatever so you need to like speed it up so whether you and it would look obviously kind of cheap to crank it like you yeah. know to, to to make it fast so you cut out a little bit of the action so that her flip comes down. More quickly, and you can cut too, you can cut but they, you know, it's just, it just felt like, oh, and then, then the final fight in, in the funhouse, it just felt like they didn't use the funhouse enough. Mm. It was basically in one room where they had these kind of rubber hands. And then it, you know, you had like this, maybe it's just because it's a boring threat. It's, doesn't, it, you know, you know, that these people can handle a bunch of masked guys who are coming at them basically one at a time. Yeah. Guys run in, you know, in, you know, very politely and in yeah. groups of two so they can get beaten up. And then, you know, and then it's, it's kind of the sort of same thing over and over again. They punch them, they hit that rubber hands, they bounce somewhere. And then another couple of guys show up, they get beaten up and this kind of goes over and over again. And it's just not dynamic. Cause they're just in this sort of very limited space, you know, like I, you had compared it to John wick, but I feel like John wick, is
2: the, uh, the John wick fight choreographers. Oh, this okay. Probably.
1: Yeah. But it feels like they're very limited. Like, Whereas John Wick it uses the environment, like you know it it'll have like because here's a case where you can have like a house a hall of mirrors, which I guess they don't want to repeat because it's in what John Wick two they use a hall of mirrors mm-hmm. in, the, in the end of that movie, but at the same time you're in a funhouse so you you could be using like instead of using like a like a maze of mirrors you could use funhouse mirrors to have the action. Kind of exaggerated, and people's getting punched and their bodies expanding because they're being thrown towards the.
2: It did feel you know I mean? when like you were in an environment you never got the full environment. Yeah, yeah. You know, you 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 got some locations that seemed on paper like they'd be more interesting than they are. You're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And a lot of and a lot of space. Like, think about John Wick's fight in John Wick Three in in that room with the knife fight, mm-hmm. and in space they're basically in a in the library as well. They're basically in in a all way. Having a fight. So it's very squished and, and, you know, and they're just, and it's this limited area where they there's not a lot of, of movement and stuff like that. And a lot of, whereas in, um, like, uh, Birds of Prey, they have like a, a fight scene and it's in this kind of ginormous jail area. And it's just like so big that it just feels like the energy of the, of the action is just being dispersed into this, you know, into this giant room where people are just kind of like circling around. Well, once again, people come in clumps. You know, not altogether, and not and not in a way that she has created a situation where she limits how much how they can access her. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just not. I don't know. I just felt like.
2: I mean, I did like I did like the fight in the uh, the police uh, storage area. I thought that was all right. I liked I liked her. Yeah. that's a good
1: example there. of a limited, a small area, right? So it's yeah. an enclosed area where the the fight can feel more restricted, and 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 then also objects that can be used as part of the yeah. As part of they the do fight. a nice thing with the
2: cocaine there. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was good too. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that's the the thing that might be missing is like uh, you know we've seen infinite hallway fights you know in the uh, if if for nothing else the Marvel Netflix series all had you know, hall, hallway fights with yeah. like the darede- Daredevil because they work th- they work that's right but what you want to do with those is so you got the hallway fight but what makes this character unique why is uh, Harley Quinn fighting different than uh, Batman fighting yeah well you know because all these women could in a hallway fight probably beat a series of fellas yeah but they would beat the series of fellas in a different way and Harley would fight dirty I was Harley gonna say would, she should cheat yeah like I, should that's, cheat. A, that's what I think yeah. worked when she was in the you know uh, shooting the beanbags and the confetti and, yeah. and whatnot it's like oh well this is unique no yeah. one else would be doing this so no. this is even if it's not perfect yeah it's character-based 'm I'm, I'm in it and she's having a good time
1: yeah then yeah.
2: I, then I'm with you uh and then I like that it kind of goes a little south and she's got to actually like you know the fun <laughs> goes out of it to the point where the last person you know uh you see is holding uh you know the the, the other one hostage and she just has a gun and just shoots them in the head because look fun's fun we're done it's gone from you know cartoonish hugeness to yeah I'm just we gotta we gotta get going I gotta yeah. shoot you in the head yeah uh, but let's, we'll start, let's start at the beginning of the movie and kind of work our way through and we'll, okay, uh, sure, sure. play it through. Uh, again, I would recommend, uh, this film, uh, that's my starting point. Yeah. But I, yes, there's, there's, uh, flaws. yeah,
1: I'm making some complaints, but I did enjoy it and I, and I would actually recommend if someone asked me if, should I see this movie? I'd say, yeah. Yeah. Now here's fun. the
2: biggest flaw, uh, to me is we. The start- costumes. Sorry, okay. Did on. you, did you have a problem with the costumes? Oh, I did. Okay, go oh, for I really it. Did. That's a general one. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just
1: thought, well, for instance, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Very lovely woman, but she looks so awful in this film. I don't know what they were thinking with her makeup and the clothes she's wearing. They're just angular and awkward looking on her. And she's, she's a big woman. She's very tall. And so that's very interesting. Like, that, they cast... It's one of those things where you see, like, an actress with other actors who are not as tall as her. Mm-hmm. And then you think to yourself... I guess Will Smith is really tall because she's <laughs> they look the same height in Gemini Man. So, so he's really tall. So you start like trying to make like movie guesses on who's tall and who's not. But yeah, so so she's towering over everyone. But she's, and she, but she's very thin, and she's wearing this very like kind of strangely, I don't know, bulky, pointy un- costume that they've got her in, and then the most terrible eye shadow I've ever seen in on an actress in a movie, and it's just like, what are you doing? Like, didn't anyone like say? No, this doesn't work. Like this is not going to look nice. Let's you know, like, forget this idea. Let's let's scrap it and do something different. Like, I just felt like the costumes and the makeup in this film were really not great, not great at all. Like, I would I would give them a thumbs down on that. Okay,
2: so the the look of the movie, look
1: of the movie, yeah, yeah. All right, maybe even the set design I wasn't very happy with. I didn't like the funhouse design very much either.
2: Yeah, that felt to me again. It felt very TV. It felt like. I was watching something like the Titans TV series. Okay. I mean, okay. This is the budget. Or, or Doom Patrol. Even Doom Patrol seemed to have more budget than that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It just felt kind of cheap, didn't it? Yeah. But it, what it felt, felt, you know what it felt like by the time I got to the end of it, if we're doing general notes? Yeah. Yeah. Is it felt like, okay, by the end of this, now here's the TV series. Mm-hmm. There's the Birds of Prey. They're the TV series. So we're now going to spin that off into a DC Universe TV series. Harley is going to go off and do Suicide Squad because she's separated now from, from them. Uh, maybe Cassandra Kane character will be around for that. But I know there's a Suicide Squad movie coming up, so we got to get her off to that. Great. She's off to that. They're off to TV. And, and there you go. And that's what it felt like. It felt like we're TV level. Yeah, uh, yeah. Set, setting this up with like a guest star of Harley Quinn. <laughs> but All like, right, start, start with the beginning. This is my biggest problem with the whole damn thing. Is uh, It starts off, she's broken up with the Joker. Joker is throwing her out on the streets. Yeah. She's, she's devastated. She's in tears. And anytime time in the comics or in the cartoon that they have dealt with this, it's always been Harley breaking up with the Joker because the Joker is an abusive relationship. Okay. He's an abuser, always. And that's what they set up in Suicide Squad as well. He's a user. He's an abuser. Mm-hmm. He's a sadist and and at one point he will go too far and she will go no and she will step away uh and uh, and and that's that's her story and you see her character building and that's and that is emancipation to me that's if yeah. you're doing this thing yeah, of like yeah. she's you want to see her tell the joker to fuck off if yeah. any if, if if she i mean i think it's silly for any character in gotham to say the word fuck that feels ridiculous <laughs> to me and now they're all doing it yeah um but yeah, if there's if there's one point to to, to you know tell uh, one use of it i wouldn't mind if she was telling the joker to fuck off but we don't get that <laughs> no. we get nothing we get no confrontation scene between her and the joker we don't button that relationship in any way it's just he's breaking up with her and we don't know why yeah there's no reason like did she do something wrong yeah. like the last time we saw her he was breaking her out of prison
1: she she messed up his gun art on the floor. She's walking through and she didn't know it was there and she kicked some of the guns aside. Yeah,
2: or the knives. Yeah. You know, know, she's, we set it up with a, with a cartoon first, which is like, that's, that's fine.
1: That was, I I actually thought that was a good idea. I like that.
2: Yeah. It, it does put you a little bit in mind with Deadpool though, because Deadpool always ends his movies with cartoon versions of himself. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, it starts off with. But I think that
1: Harley Quinn as a character, I think that she's best known as from the Batman sure. animated the animated Batman series I mean that's really where she became like like well-known to everyone you right. know and so I like that they're kind of drawing from that but right. she
2: was created by what should say uh Paul Dini and Bruce Timm for the Batman the animated series. yeah 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 as a as a foil, not a foil, but as as a sidekick to the Joker, he, yeah. That she was his Robin,
1: yeah, and to kind of tone down what the Joker is. He, she's that kind of she's a kind of a kook, a, kook, a zany character, yeah. She's basically. like a
2: nineteen thirties, yeah, 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 sure, sure,
1: yeah, you know, yeah.
2: Uh, type.
1: She's the brassy blonde,
2: but yeah, we don't know why the Joker is broken up with her. Mm-hmm. We don't know why that relationship has has ended, and we never find out why that relationship has ended. Yeah, so. You can't fix what you haven't told me what's broke. <laughs> so the initial problem of the movie, we're, we're like, oh, she feels bad because she still loves him because she realizes he treated her badly. What is it? Mm. We don't know, mm-hmm. and we never know. And then we get on to this other plot. So the the satisfaction of her telling the not needing the Joker anymore doesn't really go because there's never any confrontation with the joker yeah and we and we sort of know that the reason is because we don't we've got now a new joker
1: i was gonna say i think i think that D, who's the new joker
2: well, well joaquin, oh, joaquin oh sorry phoenix. but
1: he's not gonna be in any other movies no
2: but when you're thinking joker now yeah, yeah. you're not thinking jared leto you're thinking phoenix oh for
1: sure for
2: which sure. almost you want to have a thing there where if we are doing the deadpool talking to the audience or wink wink type thing yeah deadpool knows uh, X-Men continuity and we'll do jokes about it. Yeah. Like, you know, she could have just done a thing about, that guy's really changed. <laughs> that
1: would have been good.
2: <laughs> done and done. Yeah,
1: It's yeah. not the
2: same as it used to be. Yeah, sure. Well, off I go. Yeah. You know, some, yeah. something along those lines. But or, yeah. or,
1: I mean, if you're not going to do the Robert Pattinson introduction, introduce your new Joker in this movie.
2: You know, like, you... like the, If you and, have a Joker, yeah. But I, it's tough because, we, again, we're so Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. I know. And, I mean, the next... I was thinking, like, it's funny, like, Heath Ledger was so, like, so iconic as, as the Joker that it was, like, an impossible set of shoes for, for Jared Leto to fill. Like, he was basically, like, the sacrificial Joker. Mm-hmm. And, but I guess Joaquin Phoenix has now created a situation where the next Joker also is facing uh, on... get
2: the feeling they're not going to have a Joker in the next...
1: But I think... Oh, no, season. I don't think he should be in the next Suicide Squad anyway, but I
2: think... Or the next Batman. Really? No, it's going to be like... Uh, what's it? It's either Riddler or Penguin or something like that. They're doing... That uh, well, that's
1: good. I mean, we don't have to keep doing the Joker over no, and over you again. you don't. It's kind of boring. Yeah, There's other is. characters that are fun. Or interesting, at least. Maybe not. Maybe he's the best one. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, the Riddler... I mean... I mean,
2: here's the thing. Why did she fall for the Why did she fall for the Joker? Like yeah. we start off with her. You know, she was in a whole bunch of different uh, romantic relationships. We we show that she's bisexual. So there we go. We've got a character who's bisexual as a lead. That's a big thing in uh, in in a comic book movie that we haven't seen before.
1: When do they show that?
2: Uh, they have a thing on the roulette, uh, not roulette, but the um, slot machine thing where she shows the people she was involved with in the past, oh, okay. and one of the relationships was with a woman.
1: Something they can cut out.
2: Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I was just thinking.
1: Don't. Well, that's a really interesting thing that they did that, and I was thinking, oh, how, how, that's going to really affect overseas sales. But then you just tell me, oh, it's something they can excise.
2: Well, and Rene Montoya, who's in in this as well, a yeah. character, she is a gay character as well. I don't know, and they and they show that because she was uh, what's what's the name of the eight the comedian uh, AD, Ali Wong. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They were they were in a relationship before, so. The, you know, oh. one of the lead characters in this is, okay. is gay.
1: Okay. So we got... So I, didn't re- I, didn't, I didn't pick that up, but okay.
2: Okay. So, But we're starting off with with Harley saying... They didn't the like other, each other. The I'll other that. relationships... That's why. The other <laughs> relationships she had didn't work out. Uh, she was a psychiatrist. She she met the Joker. She fell for him. She, uh, you know, be- became something else for him, changed her life for him, became this thing. And then you never really get into, okay, why did you need that... How does how, how what is completing you now? Yeah, it's just like you're setting up so much that's so interesting. And then there's no payoff for that at all. What what they do with it instead is she, because she was the Joker's sidekick, uh, she could do anything she wanted in Gotham and no one would dare to, uh, to stop, to, to stop, to stop her, her. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So and then when the Joker breaks up with her and the word comes out, now she's fair game mm-hmm. and the people she's been pissing off. This whole time uh, can can get her, and that's that's how they that's how they play it, which is which is okay, which is okay. But then you want to ask like, well, wh- who's she been pissing off, and why? Yeah, why is she uh, why is she breaking? Like, you know, there's a, there's a fella who's in a bar uh, who's harassing a woman, and she breaks. Yeah, it's she, terrible. She breaks his legs. She jumps on his knees. Yes,
1: like like I, you know, it's it's uh. It's something I was thinking about a little while ago. Well, actually, a couple of days ago. So I have trouble with films where the protagonist is 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 not is a villain, basically. Like I find it really hard. And she is a villain. She is a villain, and you know, there's there's a ways around it. Obviously, that Clockwork Orange does it, where you where you put the narration into the mouth of your of the main character, even though they're a despicable character, because they become the protagonist, because they're narrating their experiences to you, there's a certain amount of empathy that you feel as the audience, because you become wrapped up in their world. And I can, so it's understandable why they have her do the monologue in this film. But the other thing that, the other thing that, that Clark Gornish does that's smart is that it never, it titillates you, but it never shows you the actual crimes. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't show Alex. Like Alex rapes someone, but you yep. don't see the rape. You do see him. He murders someone, but you don't see the body. You know what I mean? Like so, it kind of it kind of uh, creates like a, a break between the crimes and himself. So you, as the audience, aren't confronted with his evil. You just know that he's evil. You know. So, but Harley Quinn, you see her jump on someone's legs and bend his legs backwards, so right. he looks like a chicken. Right. And so. You see it. It just shows yeah. you right on the screen of her sure. doing this. And so your sympathy for her goes right out the door. And so it's a really she's hard. she's
2: defending someone else at the time, isn't she? Or is she defending herself at that point?
1: I think she's defending herself. Okay, she's she?
2: defending herself. All right.
1: Because the guy said something to her or whatever. Like, and it wasn't kind of even sex. that bad.
2: Yeah, some kind of se- well. You know, I mean, a, come on! It was a sexist I mean, thing. All oh,
1: right, so then you deserve to have your legs broken. Yeah, that's a really extreme in world this kind you live of in. movie, Yeah, it's an extreme world you live in. So. Yeah,
2: I leave, It's Gotham City. Wow! It's Gotham City. If you say something wrong, someone. It's not is Gotham going though, isn't? They're yes, not it is. in Gotham. Yeah, they are. Oh, I thought they were. Yeah, talking Yeah, that's about, Gotham. I
1: thought they were talking about. Don't you know Gotham or something like that? No, no. this is Gotham oh, okay. City. That's okay. right.
2: Uh, uh, Rene Montoya works for the Gotham City Police Department. Okay. Yeah.
1: I guess. Whatever. You've got
2: to have a. Here's the thing. You gotta have a scene off the top. For
1: me, as Har- an, for me then, it's, it just says, doesn't help the movie.
2: Okay. So, uh, well, it needed that scene to me because Harley Quinn off the top. What, what is she? Like, yeah. you know, uh, she, we gotta show something that she does that will make people go, whoa, at this point, you gotta have something extreme. Yeah. She was the Joker's sidekick. What she, should she shoot somebody? Should she find a giant hammer and hit someone on the head? <laughs> you know? Uh, someone is is harassing i don't know if it was her or another one but he's a he's a scumbag he's a scumbag who's saying something about calling someone a slut or something it's something along those lines i
0: don't
1: think so but
2: all right what did he do i think wasn't he
1: oh, i can't remember what it was now i think he was like complaining about her standing on it i can't remember what it was like it's not i don't think it was i can't remember it's been a so okay, I think that, I
2: think it was something that, Been a that whole week. felt deserved. Anyway, he jumped okay. he jumped on his knees and broke his leg. He was a driver. Yeah, he was the driver which then sets a lot of other stuff in motion. Now yeah. you've got a reason for his boss, uh Roman Roman who's the Black Mask, uh to uh you know, but he can't do anything about this cuz Joker is, you know, the head cheese. Uh he's got a reason to uh dislike Harley now, and he's also got a reason to need a new driver, which will uh you know, move things along. Uh, later on. So we see, we see Harley and she's in the club and she does break this guy's legs. There's a singer that's singing Diana Lance and she seems sad. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Harley is uh, going through this breakup. She's uh, drinking herself stupid. She's uh, with friends that are not her friends. Uh, And uh, later on, there's a, there's a guy who looks like he's going to uh, sexually assault her because she's so intoxicated and Diana stops that. Yeah. So, that's like one of those scenes where like you've got to have a somewhat realistic scene that uh, you can you can relate to, and that's a guy say, you know, trying to take advantage of someone, you know, who's intoxicated. That's good. We need if you're doing this kind of revenge type movie, which is that kind of beat that you're playing there, yeah. then you've gotta you've gotta do that. And that's what they did, and they did it. And so okay. now we're on on board with Diana or Dinah.
1: Dina Dinah is
2: her name? Dinah that's right. Dina Lance. Okay. Dinah Lance. Okay. Yeah. So uh Black Mask sees this, is impressed by her, uh, and and wants her now Dinah to be his driver. Yeah, okay. And Black Mask is a as a is a villain who's a Gotham villain. He's not uh, he's not a very well known. I never heard Gotham of him. villain. Yeah, his he's known for in the comics, you know, being very sadistic. He wears a series of different masks. Yeah, his uh, sidekick is a, a guy named Zaz, uh, and his deal is uh, every time he kills someone, he marks himself. Okay. A little scar. Okay. Yeah. And he's, a, he's also a sadist. So we've got two sadists as our, as our <laughs> villain villains.
1: They're good villains. Mm-hmm. They are good villains. I think you and McGregor had a lot of fun doing this movie.
2: And speaking of characters who were gay, it really felt like those two had a relationship. Okay. Okay. Did you read, did you read that? No, I didn't. Wow. Okay. Do you know me? There's in- a way saying, are you saying, all right, there's a difference between no and not at all. Did you really get not, a, nothing not at nothing at all? Yeah,
1: not at all. Not at all. I just really? I thought, thought it was a boss employee relationship. Yeah.
2: Okay. I can't think of all right. Aside from them making out, I can't see how it could have been like any stronger. <laughs> okay. There. If you just say the so. looks they have, wearing wearing the robes, hanging out, lots of the close whispers with each other. Okay. Uh they've talked about this in interviews then later on, and it was like, Yeah, they probably they're probably lovers. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You know
1: me, social signals, I have trouble with them, so, if you say so.
2: Yeah. Um, Okay, that's fair enough. Hey, everyone out there, did you pick up on that? Okay. Uh, They were also introduced to Renee Montoya. Uh, She's not moving up through the Gotham City Police Department. Yes. Uh, Whether or not it's because she's a woman or because people just don't... What's that?
1: You killed her father.
2: No, I get it, because it's a thing. (laughs) It's good stuff. Uh, But she's looking into uh, a series of killings by someone called the Crossbow Killer. Uh, yes, her supervisor keeps taking uh you know uh taking credit for anything that she does, so she's just not does. gonna she's not gonna move up through the thing, yeah, now we also have a scene where harley uh decides to get a little bit of revenge on the Joker by blowing up the ace chemical factory because yeah. that is the place where. Uh, she jumped into a vat of chemicals. And it was also where the Joker became the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, she jumped into a vat of chemicals. That's why she's got the white skin. Yeah. And so she 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 blows that up. In a scene that looked very similar, the way she was walking away from it, very similar to Heath Ledger walking away from the blowing up hospital okay. in The Dark Knight, yeah. at least to me. Yeah. You know. And it's the cool guy's... Don't look back at explosions thing as well. Exactly, ka-boom,
1: and also, ka-boom, ka-boom, and also, ka-boom, ka-boom, they don't. Ka-boom, ka-boom, there's no uh, repercussion. There's like no uh, air pushed towards you as explosions happen. Yes, you don't feel any heat, noise, anything. This is
2: also any deadly chemicals maybe going yeah, into no, the nothing.
1: air. That's fine. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. Don't worry about it.
2: And as a as a nerdy side trivia thing, uh, another character that um, that uh, got their uh, abilities from the Ace Chemical Factory. Do you know who that would be?
1: Was it the Riddler?
2: It was Plastic Man. Plastic Man. Ugh. Plastic Man uh, got a little cut, uh, fell into a vat, uh, and then the stuff got into his uh, underneath his skin, and he became stretchy. Hmm. So he's another guy who was related to that. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there's a there's a big explosion. Montoya finds out about the big explosion. Yes, uh, she's examining it. She finds a little uh, J uh, that uh, that uh, Harley had had uh, torn off from a necklace and and she puts it all together and realizes uh, Harley Quinn is uh, broken up with the Joker because mm. Renee Montoya is a good cop,
1: knows what she's doing. So she got it backwards. What's that? She got it
2: backwards. Oh, that's true. The Joker broke up. with. <laughs> that's right. But then she, she decided, yeah, she, she made her own choice. Here's, here's what I really think about, uh, they should have leaned more into and it mm-hmm. seemed like they almost did it, but then they didn't quite do it. Yeah. It looks like you've got four women, five if you're counting Cassandra, which I'm really not for this. Four women who are in different movies, different genres. Yeah. You've got Harley who's in a Batman movie. Sure. You've got uh Renee Montoya, who everyone says she's like she's in some sort of cop movie. She yeah. talks like she's in a nineties cop movie. Yeah. You know, and so it's like okay, so she's just straight out nineties cop movie, which if you're Rosie Perez, yeah, that's that sounds like a good character for Rosie Perez. Then you've got the crossbow killer, who is Huntress, and they play that almost exactly like a Quentin Tarantino movie to to the music. I'm like, okay, so you got a Quentin Tarantino character, and then you got Diana Lance, or Diana Lance, who's in kind of a hustler's uh type type movie one of those one of those type films where she doesn't want to get involved with any of this yeah but she's being dragged into it (laughs) yeah and she's she's got it she'll do the right thing when she's pushed to the edge but she doesn't want to be part of this she just wants to be a singer and do her craft but she's gonna have to be and uh her mother and her issues with her mother okay (laughs) so it looked like oh you've got all these characters coming from different genres that's a fun kind of thing to do and that's that's a fun thing to do with any kind of team up like the justice league should be interesting because there's no reason batman and superman should be together there's no reason wonder woman should be hanging out with batman those are the flash like these are all different worlds they shouldn't be there but yeah they didn't really do anything with that (laughs) so so there you go um so yeah montoya figures this out and then uh, she approaches uh, Dinah about being an informant on uh, on Roman, and Dinah's like, "No, no, she's no. That's <laughs> I value my life absolutely.
1: Apparently, okay. the previous driver was an informant.
2: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, that's where I feel bad now. That's then. why
1: he deserved to get his legs broken.
2: Oh boy, that really bothered you. <laughs> I just just felt a little, you know.
1: Just felt a little over the top. Okay, that. so. It would have been okay. See, it would have been okay if she'd done it so that you couldn't see it. Like if she just jumped on him, like, and she lands. Yeah. And it's all below camera level.
2: But that's not an R-rated movie. We're in an R-rated movie. It's, it's, it's So what are you gonna do? Like, and they don't show any nudity in this movie. Like, it's, it's all R-rated for, uh, for for. I was fucks. really disappointed. And really, fuck is the only word they use. It, I don't know. Do you want? Is it worth? Is it worth it being an R-rated movie just to throw in those those fucks?
1: I don't think so. Like
2: I think, Deadpool I get because there is nudity. There is yes. extra things that they do. There is graphic graphic graphic,
1: graf- violence. Very graphic violence and and also I think and there's more than just swearing in that in the movie. There's a lot of there's a lot of like crude you know comedy riffing and whatnot. This movie doesn't really have that. It really it's it's basically just they they think that I guess their thoughts now at DC are is that well Joker did well. It was R rated. Deadpool does pretty well. It's R rated. We should be R-rated, but what? Why are you like taking away like most of your audience, which is the young people mm-hmm. who want to see these kind of movies? It doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Yeah, when Suicide Squad wasn't, that's the thing. Yeah. Like where you've got a movie where heads are being blown up. off and of
1: blackberries. What's that? Off of these cre- things that just look like uh, blackberries are running at you.
2: Yes, I thought. Now, you I don't meant mean. I light- don't mean the phone. I, I mean a little phone,
1: literal yeah. berry.
2: I know. Maybe she was using a BlackBerry phone to like blow people's heads up. <laughs> no, again, this this film is also uh, one of these where uh, we're moving back and forward in time. Yeah, and then you're seeing why these characters all kind of came together. But let's let's go right now to uh, talking about Black Mask. And there's a there's a scene that's the scene that you got to have in your movie where you show the villain being a villain. And in this one, uh, the villain has, has hung a family upside down, mm-hmm. and uh, Zaz is uh, questioning questioning them, or not even questioning them, just taunting them. As uh, and then uh, Black Mask gets, you know, the the father's face cut off.
1: Cuts off all their faces.
2: Well, uh, no, just cuts off cuts off the first face. Do we see the mother's face get cut off? I don't he d- think he so. does
1: it. They don't show it, but he does okay. it.
2: Okay, so it cuts off the father's face, and we. Which is pretty gruesome, but not—it's weird because it's like gruesome, but not gruesome enough.
1: Yeah, this yeah. is the
2: problem. It's an R-rated movie,
1: and we don't get to see the—they don't get to see the head. We just see like the skin hanging there. Yeah, we
2: just—it like holding the face, yeah. which is which is horrific. Yeah, like the the, the, the idea is just so yeah gruesome. It's, it's crazy. And then you've got the daughter who's hanging there, and he does the thing of like you know we don't need to we don't need to you know do this to her. You know I think we've made a point. Uh, and you're like, oh, that's, that's, that's good. And then he sees like a snot bubble and you go like, oh, gross. Yeah. Cut her face off. And it's like, <laughs> all right. It's, it's a very jokery thing to do. It's
1: cre- You know, it makes you, it makes a character that you will never, no matter what he does in the film, no matter how broad he plays the character, no matter what kind of comedy elements he adds to it, you will never be sympathetic to that character no. after that. You know. You've
2: got to have the villain scene yeah. off the get-go. Just
1: why they're jumping on the legs? Let's <laughs> leave it alone. I'll leave okay, it alone. Okay, Fair
2: enough. <laughs> but my problem with this scene is, yeah. uh, one, it just feels tonally too extreme for this movie. I get that it's an R-rated movie, yeah. but nothing else, nothing no. else matches this. No. Uh, and also, just as a character thing, he's grossed out by the like. First of all, there's a face that's like in someone's hand. Yeah, he's not disgusted by that's that. Fine. But there's a little bit of mucus ew yeah uh killer for that and killer yeah. horribly for that That's gross okay so so we've established he's very uh particular very... and gets grossed out easily i would say he's persnickety fair enough that would be an interesting thing then to see for the rest of the movie like yeah. maybe someone does something like someone accidentally throws up and it just like th- you know he's, yeah, he's yeah. very ocd about it or something i like oh yeah, yeah. but like he, there's never this again no so it's like wow oh, that's a don't Set up something and then no payoff for yeah, it later on. It's yeah. again, it's one of these. Did the person seeing this scene see the rest <laughs> of the movie? All we need is like a little extra thing. Yeah, yeah. Someone has a nosebleed and it bothers him. I don't know. That's uh, yeah, that's too bad. But what's uh what what the plot revolves around is Cassandra Kane, who is a pickpocket, uh, picks the pocket of Zaz, who yeah. has a diamond. Ugh. The diamond this is. Scene. The diamond is yeah. from the uh, Bert- Bertinelli uh, crime family.
1: The Valerie Bertinelli crime that's family. That's right.
2: Uh, the Bertinelli crime family. Yep. Uh, it's got inside of it a code, and a code unlocks a bank sure. uh, thing, and that's the money. And the, the...
1: All Known in film parlance as a MacGuffin. Yes. Meaning it has nothing to do with the plot other than driving things forward. Yes.
2: And we're, we approach it uh, cinematically from various different angles, and we see... It all unfold, but the basic story is uh, Cassandra Cain uh, 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 does a pickpocket of this diamond, uh, and so uh, Zaz needs to get this back. Uh, Harley is captured by uh, by Black Mask, and is Cassandra to... is
1: arrested by the police after Cassandra, she steals the diamond. Right. She swallows it.
2: She swallow- she swallows it. That's right. Um, and Harley. Uh, is captured by Black Mask, who is going to cut her face off. Uh, she goes, wait, don't. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's heard about this yeah. th- diamond. Sure. Uh, and uh, she can get it for him.
1: She says, I know the city better than anyone. That's
2: right. Which, you know, fair enough. She sure. does know her way around her way around things. Oh, we did, we did also have a scene earlier where uh, Montoya tried to capture Harley Quinn, who's just walking around. <laughs> like, this yeah. is someone who killed Robin. You know, and it's one of the best known villains around. And, yeah. And no one really seems to really react to her the way that you would well, if you saw.
1: she's hasn't gotten used to the idea that she is, has a target on her back now.
2: Oh, really? That's fine. Like, I get that the goons in, in, in the city, uh, would, uh, but I'm just talking normal. Like, if the Joker was walking down the streets of Gotham, yeah. people would be, huh? They wouldn't just go, eh, it's a Joker. Yeah, he lives around here. We're used to him. It's like when you see, you know, a celebrity, but you know, he lives around here. And it's like, yeah, we're all cool with that. It's like when you see a celebrity, only he cuts people's faces off. That's right. Everyone knows who Harley Quinn is. Yeah. Uh, but people are just, eh, you know, it's Harley Quinn. What do you got to do? Not get the fuck away. It's Harley Quinn. <laughs> they but give uh, her a sandwich. Yeah. We have a scene where she's getting a sandwich and she's chased by Montoya and they drop the sandwich. And it's a good scene because this is the scene traditionally in a movie where the best friend is killed or in John Wick where the dog is killed. And this is where the motive, this is, oh, this is going to drive you forward. And she watches her sandwich like hit the ground. And it's a good, it's a good scene. Like if sure. totally you were doing this with the movie, I'm, I'm, a, I'm all on board. But again, we never get a scene like this again. It's another just random scene from a good movie that isn't the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I throw up my hands.
1: <laughs> I agree.
2: With I'm you. rooting for you, movie. I
1: agree with you. There's yeah, there's some structural issues with this film.
2: Right. So, yeah. So, uh so that establishes their relationship. Um we also see the crossbow killer huntress uh, uh, shoot shoot a mob meeting. Yeah. And uh you know, takes her time shooting this one guy through the throat, letting him uh, That's
1: that is once again that is Montoya's reenactment of the scene she's the one who decides that she right. did that way. Um yeah, I thought that's a good introduction to her character. I think that's where she first appears, right? That's the first time in the I film that so, we see yeah. her. I like that it's through Montoya's eyes that we see her crime. I thought that was good.
2: Yeah, and they did play that scene out well where she's walking around mm-hmm. the crime scene. It it starts going into, you know, uh the past and yeah. the present and bouncing mm-hmm. back and forth and it's yeah. like Oh, this is cool. Yeah, let's see more of this. And then we never see that again. No, again, no. it's like, well, oh, just, just consistency. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Cassandra swallows the the diamond is taken to uh, Gotham uh, Police. Uh, Harley, is, you know, is freed by Black Mask. Limited amount of time. You've got to get this diamond or we'll kill you. So we got a ticking clock, which you need in this kind of movie. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and so Harley shows up at the at the police department uh who no one recognizes her coming in because she's wearing a hat <laughs> Here's the thing if you're the Gotham
1: City Police Department, apparently the most inept police force in the country
2: it is really Maybury there, isn't it <laughs> it's 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 everything but a guy with his feet up and a ring of keys just but around there just i mean
1: the the reality is is that someone going into a police station and shooting people. With a non-lethal weapon,
2: yeah,
1: it's not going to last very long, don't you think?
2: Like this is the thing, the, the way they play the cops and you kind of need, are, you
1: kind of need to have them be dopey. Otherwise, yeah, they're not really dopey work. slobs. The scene doesn't really work if they're like efficient and and good at their jobs,
2: right? But this is a city where for twenty years now, I guess. Here's the thing. What, what you could play it. Almost, what is the incentive to be in the police force? Well, this is the thing. What you what you could play it up as is like the cops have gotten lazy. Yeah. Because Batman's around.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we
2: are in a world where Batman exists. You could actually have Renee Montoya trying to be a cop, and the other cops going, "Why? Batman will take care of it." Yeah. Yeah. Batman's, I I could do a lot of detective work, but the second I get there, I'll find her wrapped up with like, you know, a a bat symbol on her and it's like, well, why am I wasting my time? I'm not doing that again. Yeah, You know? That's exactly right. So So, so the cops become lazy and there's one cop who's actually trying to do her job. It's not only that, but
1: you also have like these supervillains who are really murderous. They're cutting people's faces off. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Like, you know, if you're dealing with like regular criminals... Uh Unless they're insane, they're reasonable.
2: Yeah. Are the cops on the take? Like, why? I'm sure they are. Yeah. They're just caught. They're caught completely. You know. Uh, or
1: some of them are. They're
2: caught completely flat-footed. Uh, flat Flat-foot. Yeah. By uh, one woman coming in with a beanbag gun. Yeah. You know. I mean, to to be fair, she's good at what she does, and it. But makes, still,
1: you still it's a it's a one shot gun that you have to reload after every, every <laughs> shot. Like, how efficient is that to to take on like an entire competent police yeah, force it's
2: lucky that the joker doesn't show up like every day and just take out everybody <laughs> that could be a thing too you ah oh, there's so many ways you could play it like this is this is the, this is the a bit of a drag as well where i don't think you're taking advantage of the situation of like this is gotham city what is it like as you say to be a cop in yeah. gotham city wouldn't
1: it be good though like to have her like open a door and there's a bunch of cops hiding in there you know what I mean? Like, they're scared. They don't want to, like, confront sure. her. Well, so they're all hiding in a room, and she just f- fires the...
2: Here's what really would happen. Yeah. Is, like, I know Renee Montoya uh, says that she broke up with the Joker. The Joker and her have broken up. But, you know, Renee Montoya is not respected by these cops. Yeah. So if Harley Quinn comes in i'm a cop first thing i think is joker's coming (laughs) fuck off i'm out (laughs) goodbye i'm not what am i what am i gonna like i'm gonna confront the joker yeah no good night Mm -hmm. you know robin shows up you think batman's around yeah that's what it is and you can have them all running but everyone you know just there gets gets, you
1: need them to get shot so they can do their incredible flips
2: yeah they do a lot of nice flips
1: i mean first one i was like good that's a good flip and then the second one i was like, "Okay." No, third one there's a lot of impact lot in this of gun flip with a lot of flipping minute, these hour.
2: cops are dead if you get, if you get that bean, well, i know it's a beanbag but if it's enough to break your glasses and send you flying yeah, yeah, across yeah, the yeah. room your neck we is saw we and saw johnny
1: knoxville get shot by a beanbag gun in 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 the uh, jackass we know it it's not not fun it's
2: not a good time but anyway that's uh so she's uh she's she's but that's what her. i
1: mean though like a scene like that yeah, it actually works well in the film because yeah. it's slow motion, it's poofing, like it's got these like sparkles going in the air and stuff like that. So it creates a very fantasy situation where it it lessens the 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 impact of the scene, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not thinking, oh, these guys are dead. You're just thinking, oh, I guess they're getting hit by these sparkle things.
2: And I'm fine. I'm in Batman land. Yeah, I'm fine with watching watching this kind of thing. That's that's yeah, yeah. what I expect. I, and that's I'm fun.
1: fine with that too. Like I, I that I, felt on tone. Yeah. I don't want to like I, when I go see a movie. Like this, I don't want to see people's faces getting cut off and people's legs getting jumped on. Like That's not what I'm there to see. I'm there for, for fun action and some comedy.
2: Yeah, I saw it with people who have knee problems. So, yeah, they probably didn't enjoy that <laughs> as much.
1: Your glee over it.
2: <laughs> this made the movie. <laughs> well when you've got a when you've got a uh, you
1: know i know you need i know you need her to be bad and i agree with you and you that, need an establishing
2: yeah. scene if she's got to do I, something
1: i just feel like you need to slightly remove your sympathetic villain from their villainy otherwise it's too hard for the audience to come back around but you've also
2: all. got to start them off at rock bottom you've got to start okay. them where they're bad yeah you know and they're doing bad things and they're but
1: she doesn't really ever come around though she doesn't no
2: well, she ends up protecting somebody.
1: Well, we can say who she's protecting. I mean, unless you want to like, surprise Well, we're, we're going
2: to get to it in one second because okay. she does go through the police department. Okay. And then when she gets to the holding cells, that's when uh, Black Mask has sent his own guys out. Again, I don't know why he's already got currently doing stuff. But anyway, <laughs> he's sent his own guys out as well to uh, to get Cassandra, who is in he's a holding cell. He's
1: put a f- half a million dollar bounty on, that's on Cassandra. That's correct.
2: So, which again just seems like money badly spent because you know, he's got Harley doing this. But okay, fair enough. So um,
1: Cassandra is a little girl who's a pickpocket, yeah. and a thief. But we feel sorry for her because she, her foster parents are mean or don't get along with each other. Yeah, we're not we're not clear on that really. What's going on there actually? They they're looking at we af- it. We've seen other movies. We're looking at. They're looking after her, but
2: they're, they
0: they and, fight. And we so.
2: like Dinah because she sees her at one point, and she's she's sympathetic to her and gives her some money. Yeah, and tell gives her good advice, which is don't go, don't yeah. go in there. You don't need any piece of that. Mm-hmm. And tells her basically it's going to get better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. So so uh, we like Dinah. Dinah sure. Dinah's been around the block a couple of times. She knows what's sure. what. Uh, she's seen.
1: We don't she, understand her motivations, but we do know who she is.
2: Well but I think we do understand her motivations because we've seen other movies. Mm. So when you see the singer with a heart of gold, who's working for the mob guy as a
1: driver for the mob. Yeah. Who's dragged into
2: working as a driver for the mob. yeah, She doesn't want to see this girl go down the life that she's feels like she's being sucked into. and She's trying to avoid as much of this as possible and just be a singer. Uh, yeah. So we're, eh, we're thinking anyway. So, um, so we Seem real cool. Yeah, so we have two kind of fights. One, the fight with the cops, which is bean bags, bean bags, bean bags. <laughs> then we have the fight with criminals, vicious criminals. So which we have th- gets a- actually
1: have three fights.
2: Okay, but then which is more, which is more vicious? Uh, but still fun, and you know, there's a, as we said, a lovely scene with cocaine where she gets uh, no, no.
1: You're miss, you're missing a scene then because there's the fight in the jail. Yeah. Because she accidentally opens all the jail cells, so That's then she has right. to fight all the convicts, or at least all the people in holding cells, not convicts, or just people who've been arrested Or in holding cells in the jail. Right. Then she goes into the other area and then she has to fight the bikers in there that have been sent by.
2: Now explain to me this because I don't understand this. Okay. So
1: why were there three fights?
2: No. Why? Well, yeah. The second fight. <laughs> so she goes into the holding cells. Yeah. She opens the holding cells. Yeah. So if you're a criminal, who's you know, going like Harley, let, let us out, let yeah. us out. Harley, it's like, I wish I could, but I gotta I'm busy, boys. Yeah. And then but then she does, the cells doors do open. Yeah. Why are the criminals mad at her? Yeah. Like if you're criminals, run. Yeah. Like, yeah. first of all, and also have you criminals heard that she is no longer with the Joker? Yeah. Because the only people that know this news are, you know, uh Black Masks knows it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rene Rene Montoya has guessed it. Yeah. But hey, cell goons, <laughs> you all know this because it seems like beating up Joker's. Yeah. First of all, why would you want to beat her they up? Have,
1: they don't have cell phones. So but, they,
2: yeah. What's your What's your motivation for like wanting to beat up Harley? Has she just been a jerk to you as well? Yeah. It seems like to me she just came in and freed you. What's your problem with yeah. Harley? Yeah. You know. So anyway, they fight her.
1: They need, They need more fighting. I know they need. They, they need fighting. her to do more flips and kicking people on the back of the head with her leg.
2: I mean, what you could have is they want to get Cassandra because they've heard about the bounty. Yeah, I could see that, and so she's now got to fight them. But it it just seemed unclear as to why they were mad at her at that point. They're just fighting for fighting's sake. It felt. Yeah. And then yeah, you're right. Then we fight the uh, the black masked goons and people who are uh, trying to get her for uh, for you know. Uh, you know, for the for the for the bounty, it's a terrible police department. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve they deserve everything they get.
1: Well, they have a terrible lockup for their drugs. I'll say that.
2: And and here's a side thing too. Mm-hmm. I realize that you can't have Batman in this because you know you don't want to have Robert Pat Pattinson.
1: Yeah, I don't want to spoil his. And we can't have
2: Ben Affleck. But you do need to get at least one line where someone's going. Where's Batman? Mm-hmm. Hey, the police department just got busted into by Harley Quinn. Huh? Yeah, eh? like, no, Batman's not going to give a shit about that. Like, you know, uh, he obviously doesn't care about Black Mask, but like, some just someone. Batman's off with the Justice League.
1: Even if she said something like, "I know who I know who's coming," I got to get out of here. Something yeah. like that! like that! You know, like maybe even have the Batmobile pull up down below. Yeah. It's like some sort of like, you know, whatever his Batmobile is of now, I don't know what it looks like. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just have something that kind of hints at.
2: Maybe just say around. like the Batmobile lost his wheel and the Joker got away.
1: Actually, that'd be kind of good through the film is like he keeps missing her, but just by a little bit. Like he keeps showing up at the, at this, just at the wrong time, whatever. Yeah. That'd be a good bit.
2: What? Or like a Batarang just goes right by her head and like <laughs> hits the wall.
1: No, you have to show him then. No, you keep, keep him, keep him at a distance. Like just so he slightly ahead of him. That'd be good.
2: So she, so she, uh, she after after this fight, which is I think it was, it was a good fight. It
1: doesn't make sense, right, that all this mayhem's happening in the city, and he's in nowhere to be seen.
2: And so they go back to Harley's apartment, her and Cassandra, and uh, not really clear whether or not people know where Harley lives or not. If that's general knowledge,
1: no, it's not, because she's surprised when when she gets uh, attacked in okay. her apartment. Yeah,
2: even though she walks in like mm-hmm. she's just around, she's yep. and she's wearing no disguise. Yep. Just walks in, yep. has a long conversation yep. in the lobby that goes up, yep. and she's decorated the whole place in there with like, there's a, there's a Joker thing on the wall she's that she's throwing, throwing knives into. Yeah, yeah. There's a hyena. Actual, uh, actual hyena. An actual hyena, which she got after she broke up with the Joker. Uh, oh, by the way, she fed a guy to a hyena. Did that bother you? No. Cause it's so, so cartoony. So cartoony. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah she, she fed a guy to her. Uh, uh, a hyena and we haven't mentioned by the way when there was all these people going up for revenge they did have a nice little device where um the the person's name would come up and then their grievance yeah and, wh- yeah. and then we'd have a flashback to what harley had done to them yeah like getting them to get a uh, clownish uh, tattoos on the face or mm-hmm. something like that and so that was that was a nice device that they do then that they never do again like <laughs> we only do things once that's fine <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. funny ones. So, Cassandra and her bonding in the, uh, in the apartment. Uh, Harley's embarrassed by her apartment. Uh, Cassandra thinks it's cool. Uh, they have some cereal. Uh, she meets the hyena and they watch uh, Warner Brothers cartoons. Yeah, gives cool. you a little source material. And for that's where Harley. the movie ends. Ah, uh, we wish. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Onward it goes. And they watch Warner Brothers cartoons because uh, they can play them for free. Oh, I would
1: Also, that's who our character's based based in that kind of world.
2: Oh, I thought like I thought you were gonna say Harley Quinn is based on Tweety Bird.
1: No, no, I just mean like the, the violence like of that of our character should reflect like the Warner Brothers cartoons.
2: Then don't you think you should have had a scene there where a character was hitting someone with a giant mallet or something? Like well, they should... they do later on. In the cartoon? Oh, in the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I just, like they... shouldn't there have been something in the cartoon where you'd, you'd go like, you know, I, like she, cause Harley loves these cartoons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's why she uses the giant mallet. Cause she loved these cartoons and it reminds her of like a, a more fun time. She's maybe we'll do a little something like that. That's her, that's her deal. Yeah. And then show yeah. someone hitting someone with a mallet in the cartoon, not just Tweety Bird like swinging, uh, and doing, just walking around. <laughs>
1: there wasn't much going on in the in the cartoon, was there? There wasn't. Yeah.
2: How did you find an unfunny scene to show? <laughs>
1: it's just yeah just a setup scene let's show that let's set up let's set up the setup
2: yeah okay so um yeah uh so then harley quinn's apartment gets bombed by criminals or uh do they say like how oh yeah uh so huntress who is a crossbow killer. Does she, does she then follow Harley? Like she, she shows up downstairs and talks to the one guy, Harley trusts, right? The guy who runs the restaurant. Yeah. Cause Harley's living above a restaurant. Yeah. And, uh, there's this is one guy, Harley trusts. So you're thinking this guy's dead. There's no way around this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and we, we get a flashback of what her story is and that her family was massacred. Yeah. And, uh, she, she survived, uh, the, one of the goons, uh, took her for training and she was trained as a, an assassin and uh, you see her with a little cartoon not cartoon but a little crayon drawing that she's done of uh, the people that killed her family yeah and then later on we pay that off by like she still got it and she's crossing <laughs> off this is her death list that she yeah. made when she was a little girl yeah that's that's pretty good so uh yeah uh, her uh, harley's uh, apartment's getting uh but he in-
1: also uh the uh, restaurant owner downstairs also sells her out to the criminals Yes, because he takes a bunch of money. He says they just it was too good an offer. He well, says this is what on. I
2: liked. I liked the okay. We'll we'll do the the bombing first, and then to that because first of all, her place gets bombed. She uh, can't find her hyena, and I'm like, oh, they're doing the full John Wick. Okay. Like her hi, her hyena's dead, and this is going to be a motivation for yeah. her. And I was like, this is a drag because you did the egg sandwich earlier, so it feels like. You did a parody of what you're going to do now. Yeah. Like, oh, nope. They, well, we I don't know what the deal is with the hyena. Maybe we'll find out the, uh, what happened to the hyena. Anyway, the hyena, hyena's gone. She she escapes uh, with she Cassandra. She yes. Yeah. And then they run into who you think is going to be killed by this point, uh, the guy that she trusts. And yeah, yeah. as you say, uh, the guy goes, yeah, they just offered me money. Yeah. It's too, yeah. Good, to, it's too good to say no. I know. I like that he was just completely straight with her on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it was just it was money. I said yes. Oh. <laughs> Not, I'm sorry, really, yeah, and yeah. oh, I've so betrayed you. Just, no, it's money. I'm gonna open a better restaurant. Okay, bye. <laughs> so leaves. So he's gone, and uh, and and that is kind of a breaking point for for Harley. She she doesn't feel like she's got any options now, and so she's actually got to turn in. She feel
1: in. feels vulnerable.
2: Yeah, she's she's this is a, this is a, another rock bottom for her. We started her at a certain rock bottom, but now she's gonna sell out this child, mm-hmm. and now like oh. Well, this is this is irredeemable. This is uh, this is awful. There, there you go. So she offers uh, Cassandra over in exchange for his protection uh, and to it,
1: the uh, Black Mask.
2: To the Black Mask, and they agree to meet at an abandoned amusement park. As one does. By the way, if you're mm-hmm. Gotham City, yeah, shut those damn things down. <laughs> that seems to be a real mess. Do you have an abandoned playing card factory? Get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Just blow that thing up. <laughs>
1: Why? What's the problem with a plankton factory? By the factory? way, do
2: not have a penguin cave at your zoo. Okay. You're just asking for trouble.
1: <laughs> well, they're learning these if things.
2: If there's an old abandoned toy factory, yeah. once again... Shut that thing down and blow it up. Because <laughs> that thing's just going to, like, fill up with villains yeah. so, so much.
1: you think that these will all be, like, highly, like, that there'd be, like, development happening in yeah. these
2: spots. But I guess not. You got a cat cafe that shut a down? Terrible, terrible Get economy. Get rid of it.
1: Terrible economy and coffee. Yeah,
2: anything clown-related. And, and by the way, do not let the circus come to town. Ever. 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 Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> so. All right. Um, yeah, so they're going to meet at the abandoned amusement park. As one and, does. Yeah. Uh... Dina uh, uh, no, uh, knows that uh, Cassandra is going to be killed, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's a bit too much for her. So she contacts Montoya, who had given her a card earlier, telling her this is this is all going on. Uh, but Zaz notices, uh, you know, a text message uh, from from Dina and informs Roman. So now
1: he's with Dina. They're both trying to. They're going oh, okay. to. Okay, there you go. They're going to meet. They're going to intercept, or they guess they're going to meet um harley to mm-hmm. do the exchange so so zaz and, and dinah are going there and yeah dinah's phone bings or whatever and he reads a message from from montoya on dinah's phone
2: now what did you think of this scene we had a scene earlier uh where roman is uh roman is in 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 mm-hmm. his uh, home yeah and showing off all his masks and whatever and all his Stuff. he's very proud yeah. uh, of yeah. his home. Yeah. He's being very very foppish yes. uh, to to uh, to Dinah. Um, so we so, so we see that, and then later uh, he's uh, he's feeling like things are losing control. He thinks people are talking about him who aren't talking about him. Okay. He sees a woman who's laughing. Yeah, and he gets mad at her for laughing. Yeah, uh, and uh, Zaz is pushing his buttons. They're going, yeah. She is he is she is laughing at you because Zaz wants trouble. Yeah. What did you think of that scene where he gets the woman to stand on the table and kind of get her uh, dress dress torn? Well, I
1: I don't know. What am I supposed to think of it? He's a bad guy. Like he Does it work
2: as a bad guy scene?
1: <sighs> like I think it actually does work, but it's it's an odd one. It's very well. It is, odd. but I mean, I think that's what kind of why I liked that characterization of the black mask is that he, things he does are odd. Like yeah. he's not he's not like a normal villain. Like he never his reactions never seem to be like. Until the end of the film, where I think it kind of goes off the rails yeah. in terms of characterization. But I think throughout the film, a lot of stuff he does doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, it feels like okay. It's like he cares what people think. Mm-hmm. Like he always wants people to like his stuff. Yeah, and to think that he's doing good. Yeah, like you almost you could play it as he's in, a real
1: narcissist. Yeah.
2: Well, you could play as a narcissist, but also he's got something to prove. Mm-hmm. So which makes sense in a world where he's. Easily the number two villain. Sure. Like Joker is number one. Yeah. If Joker has someone under his protection, he can't do anything. So it's like, okay, maybe that's it. Maybe this thing is like, you know, uh, this person's laughing at me. You know, the num- number one guy is the guy who laughs at people. So he's probably <laughs> been laughed at by the Joker and does not care for that. Yeah. But when he's, we've established that he's, as you say, persnickety <laughs> that's his thing it's like oh he gets grossed out easily by things yeah so he's like on edge right now you think like oh it's something someone does something like spills a glass of wine mm. or does something else you know something that messes something up yeah or is laughing with their mouth open or chewing with their mouth open or just doing something that's a little bit Ugh, yeah you know and, th- and then the persnickety guy would come in, but instead it's oh he doesn't like being laughed at by this woman yeah okay so he doesn't like being laughed at so now he's gonna get everyone to laugh her okay or maybe but then he's doing these things that are like sort of sexual but not sexual like tear her clothes off okay so this is kind of kind of a sexual assault vibe to it yeah and like something's gonna happen bad now like he's now gonna kill her mm-hmm. he's gonna do something he's gonna get Zaz to kill her nope that was it yeah just was- gets her tear her clothes a bit and she's got to stand on a table and do a little dance yeah what? yeah, it's a confusing It's a it odd scene. thing. It's like if it's the Joker, he'd get someone to do something and then the final thing he'd do is, you know, shoot them with a a bang gun that would like you know, have a flag on it or something, but like, what's what's his what's his deal? Would he put a mask on her? Like and again he's got the mask thing, but that just comes out of nowhere too. Yeah. So it's just that scene was very confusing to me. I'm glad they didn't do something really gruesome to her. Yeah. But It shows how he feels about women, you know? It's like he – i do not feel like he would do that to a guy. He wouldn't make a guy go up there and like take the guy's pants off and make the guy dance. Yeah. So is it – does he hate – does he have problems with women? Is this what we're doing? Because there's definitely themes of that in this movie. Is that what we're doing? What are we doing? It's confusing.
1: (laughs) Anyway. Well, I guess it's – I guess it's a bully scene for sure. It's a bully scene but it's a sexual bully scene. But – it did need like a payoff of some sort, but doesn't he get distracted? I I,
2: I can't remember exactly how it the felt scene felt like. Is. The scene just ended because yeah. something something happened. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, maybe, maybe. so we're gonna have the big uh, big scene at the uh, amusement park. So, uh, uh, yeah, Roman puts on his mask, the black mask, and uh, they go to the park. And Montoya confronts Harley, and they have a fight. Yeah. And again, this is one of these things where you're like, I didn't know Montoya could really fight, mm. but you know, we've had Harley who beat up I don't know fifteen police officers in a row, yes. and then yes. you've got Renee Montoya, all the same way. Who's yeah? Who's a uh, who's an alcoholic? Who's a little drunk right now? Yeah, not on the top of her game. You think? And, yeah. And she goes toe to toe with Harley. Yeah, and is is fighting her and like, huh? Mm. Is Harley holding back? Is Montoya really good at fighting? Yeah. Why is Montoya so good at fighting? <laughs> what's yeah what's up with this or does why is harley so good at fighting like i could see well harley's good at fighting because we've seen her fight and she i know
1: fights. but is this kind of like what why
2: we've seen harley attack that, batman
1: that psychoanalyst you know that
2: yeah but if you if you know that you're gonna have to fight batman, psychoanalyst yeah then you know you're gonna you're gonna learn how to fight um yeah so that's a little bit weird but then uh harley does win and like kicks her out a window yeah so, you know, well, that's the end of Renee Montoya, and she's, uh, she's done. By the way, we're still at the point where Harley is a villain villain. Yes. You know, she's trying to sell Cassandra for her own safety, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, Zaz uh, arrives and tranquilizes Harley, uh, and, uh, and Diana shows up and has, has, uh, is holding Diana at uh, gunpoint. Uh, but he is killed by Helena. Who uh, reveals uh, that uh, we find out Zaz was one of the killers of her family. And I think like the last one mm. in, her, uh, in her list. I thought
1: that was too soon to kill off that character in the movie. Mm. You needed him to be a bigger part of the end of the film. You also... Because you know, now, now you have like... You don't have like... You only have like the big villain left. So he, he can't die yet. You know that. so Or even die at all. You don't know, right? So then you're just left with a bunch of like boring henchman whose job then is just to like run in and get get beaten up and there's like no like i don't know he needed like a bigger death sequence because
2: he needs a more sadistic one yeah he needs
1: to pay for what he's done in the movie like we saw him cut people's face off like that guy needs to suffer like yeah you need a couple of he needs to get his legs jumped on
2: yeah a couple of crossbows in the knees yeah (laughs) or or, or some such yeah or
1: yeah or he falls to his death or something like you know it's something that happens to him that we see him a turn out like become a coward you know the way he's put into a situation where he's, he's, you know, he's not he's not the the on top of the situation. You know, he's not the the the, the um superior force, and we need to see him like crumble and beg for his life, and then get get offed. Yeah, that's well, what you need. You need that character to get
2: well. His to- gimmick is he puts a scar on himself for everyone he kills. Okay, so if you're uh, Helena, yeah, uh, Burton Ellie from Let's Call Her Huntress because I was- one, one day at a time.
1: Or Mary Elizabeth Winstead.
2: You want to have a confrontation scene with the two of them where it's like, show me my family. Like, what do you mean? Well, where are they? On your body? Mm. Show me. And then, you know, you could have a because you could you could play it this way where like earlier he's tearing. He could tear like the woman's dress and is revealing her. And it's like, show me. And he's got to like tear his own clothes and he's revealing himself and like, there's your father. okay show me my mother. There's your mother, and like he, she could even be stabbing him through through that, just like okay, then stabs yeah, yeah. him where he where the father is, stabs him where the mother is, because it's a whole family. So he's got a bunch of scars that are his fa- that are her family that are on him. Yeah, and then and then play it that way. But uh, you know they they do not uh, they do not do that. I did like one thing that they had showing her practicing saying who she was in the mirror. Yeah, let's yeah. Calling the crossbow killer, yeah. which she doesn't like. Yeah, it's like I'm. You know, and then she finally says it, in the Huntress. And a cheaper movie to me would be everyone laughs like Huntress. Yeah, yeah. But I like that everyone goes. That's a really cool name. That's a cool name. It's yeah. a really cool name. It is a yeah, cool name. It's, cool name. Yeah, it's, it's cool too bad name. for that terrible
1: costume and that eye shadow. Yeah,
2: it's a, it's a sorry, cool, sorry for you. It's a really cool name though. Yeah. Sorry
1: for you, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah,
2: I did like that. That was that was good. No, it was good. It was a cool name. Um, so Montoya returns, and again, this bugs me because like you had the thing at the beginning where we keep flashing back to see what happened when someone went away from another person how they merged together again later and you know which is which is clever it's like well show me how she survived getting kicked out the window yeah because we're yeah. gonna look out the window later and see that it's a straight drop down so show me like I'd like to like you know what happened to you and you just see something that happened to her and how she grabbed something or saw something or there yeah. was some some kind of event sure you know that uh, you know maybe maybe Helena was like climbing up or something and grabbed her as she came out I don't know anything. Show me how she frickin' did it. Um, <laughs> and then it's the, the standoff. They they uh, realize they've all got to fight together or they're going to die because there's an army of people in masks that are outside.
1: There's an army of boring, faceless henchmen who are about to run in in pairs to get beaten up. Everyone ready? All wearing masks. Here goes absolutely no... There's absolutely no... Um, this is, there's like no threat of this, in this whole scene. There's just like no feeling of of consequence at all from now on. Just shrug your shoulders. But yeah. guys getting beaten up. Here we go.
2: Yeah, this is one of those points too where Rene Montoya could be injured in some way from the fall out the window, like have a bad shoulder. And when someone hits her, hits her in the shoulder, yeah. like something. You need
1: you need to have a feeling of threat. And there's just no feeling that these people are ever and throughout this entire scene, it at 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 some in some sort of crisis or in some sort of like nothing like is this yeah you it's also so are it's... in an,
2: you are in an environment where harley has been here before she, she's got some of her she stuff is there she has she she opens up like one cupboard of uh you know where it should be guns and the guns are gone yeah which yeah. is nice yeah you know uh, and we, we go through some of her old outfits and there's an outfit from suicide squad and she's like no you can't wear that <laughs> uh, she puts on a she gives a montoyo a bustier uh, you know, that's uh bulletproof, we find out later, which is which is all fine and good, but there should be stuff in this damn place that, like, has been from when she and the Joker were doing stuff, like, she knows her way around, yeah. there should be secret passages there should be something sure we could home alone this shit yeah but like make it about uh you know an abandoned amusement park funhouse i yeah. mean there's have a lot some
1: to... have some fun with the funhouse
2: yeah what is this funhouse about like if you're actually in this as a funhouse yeah. what's fun about a bunch of giant hands yeah
1: exactly yeah just for the guys to fall, fall into when they're being when they're when they're knocked unconscious yeah that's it there's no other purpose to them they're just there for the fight yeah which is so dumb because rather than rather than the scene being dis- like rather than the scene taking place in an environment that feels real and, and then the fight uh, being choreographed around the, the, the architecture of this, this scene. Yeah. The set is designed for the fight, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just so wrong. Like you cannot do it backwards. It's not, it's not interesting.
2: Yeah. It's interesting being in a police lockup where random things are, can be used. This is Jackie Channing it. Yeah. He's in a convenience store uh, he's being attacked by people. He's gotta grab stuff off the shelves. Fun. That's right. But if Jackie Chan is in the Jackie Chan lair, yeah. oh what's that? What what's on the Jackie Chan lair? A bunch of hands. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like what? Who cares? What who cares? Yeah. What's the what's that all about? Sure. Like there's nothing. They
1: didn't yeah, there's are there steps that go you know side to side that are hard to walk down and stuff like that that you could use? Or or now, a couple of slides. If if this was or... a
2: place that her and the Joker Used to have as a as a hideout. Yeah. Like I get that she's going and looking like there's no guns in the gun uh, area. Okay, but like, would you have any other Joker shit? Like I don't know, like a gun again that fires the bang thing, like a flower that shoots acid. Yeah. Like anything fun or weird that you you know that way you acid one guy and you you hit another guy with another thing like it'd, it'd be cool. No. Ah. Why are we an R-rated movie? <laughs> it's, it's that.
1: And then also, it's just the fact that, like, people complain about, like, the CGI, big CGI endings of of superhero movies and stuff like that, where it's just two animated characters fighting each other, which is a real yawner. And so this movie, it does the right thing, which is to have, like, a fight sequence with real people involved in, like, a fight. But it, it dissipates all the tension by, A, killing off the one guy who's, like, an actual threat. It... This creates like a basic, like a stand-in procedure anyway of of having faceless, you know, unthreatening characters running in to get beaten up. There's, I, I don't, it's not cathartic to watch this. It's not, there's no, because you're not feeling anything at this sequence. Like it's not, there's no like sense of triumph or anything about it. It's, it's really, I don't know. It's just, it's just a bad, bad choice here. Bad choice.
2: Yeah. So there's a, there's a big fight anyway. And it, it goes <laughs> down as you would uh, think it would. Yep. Yeah. Um, completely Sandra's hiding, and there you are, and then uh, when they uh, they they walk out of the uh, you know the building, yeah. and are confronted by infinite goons. To once again, you go like, well, why are you walking out? That's not that's not the. Way <laughs> We're to firing
1: uh, firing at them as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, is there no other way to get? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no back door to no, this place. No back anything? door to it. No. Okay, but luckily, uh, then Dinah uses her power we just she's got a power yeah and that power is a sonic scream now sure. if you if you're a comic fan or know the cartoons or something like that then you go like yeah she's got a power of a uh, play the video games you know that she's got this power and so yeah. it's fun to see it yeah but if you don't what the hell is that yeah like wh- where'd this come from like oh by the way i can shoot a out of my eyes and like <laughs> oh you never you did that before <laughs> nope <laughs> never had yeah, used for right. it before she at all have at
1: least use it once before in the film like in some way
2: yeah or like you know we do we do see like her sing and break a glass at one point but a big deal on that But like yeah some a hint of this like i know montoya mentions uh you know your mother used to work with the police and someone i think mentions that maybe you have her abilities okay okay but like this is just so out of, out of Cold, nowhere. Cold out of nowhere that, like, you know, you've got this amazing sonic power that can, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, just send 50 guys flying and yeah, completely yeah. incapacitate inca- them. Oh, yeah, that would have been a good thing to know earlier. Why weren't you using that power in the room yeah, it should have been when st- the other 50 guys were fighting you? Well, when, when
1: you establish that it's it's uh, not targeted, so it would hurt everyone. But well, also- she
2: basically says, "Close, you know, cover your ears.
1: Yeah. But the, but also they're not in the in the blast radius, right, like they're not okay. in front of her when she does it,
2: but also in the yeah in the in the
1: film, at some point, you have to establish a that she has this skill, b that she's reluctant to use it
2: because
1: because of something that happened when she was younger, perhaps
2: boom, like, yes, yeah. yeah, that's it something, I mean, what happens yeah. is she uses it and then gets sleepy and like falls asleep, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a thing, like you fall asleep for a bit, like it exhausts you, okay, all right, there's something to that, I suppose. Sure. yeah, but like that would have been a good thing to like tell. Yeah, to establish
1: people. to establish it earlier, in that every, people know it, and that yeah,
2: some hint, yeah, uh, that that yeah. you've got this ability. You want to like at that point, someone to turn around, and just go. Does anyone else in this room have superpowers? Yeah, anybody.
1: And the other thing is it's something you said earlier is that when she, you know they have like the dotted lines, or in her case, she has the circles that come out when she. And it would have been fun for them to use it in the film as well. Like have. Have show it as circles coming emanating from her, not as like kind of wavy lines that are, you know, kind of causing the yeah. atoms to shift in front of her or whatever's happening there. Like it would have been kind of neat to have like, like sort of almost like an animated thing of like these sort of realistic rings, like sonic rings coming out of her as she's yelling. And this to show that, the power that would have been kind of interesting. And I
2: get that it's, um, okay, if it was a TV show or if it was a PG show. Yeah. Yes, I'm all for uh they get blown back and fly back and bloodlessly just all land in a kutunk. yeah but like okay we 're in an r rated movie here 's what you do, you have her scream, and all these guys you have these masks. With their ears revealed and their ears just spurt blood, like just, (laughs) just blows every one of their eardrums out completely. And it's just a bloody massacre. And that's like, that's why I don't like doing it. Yeah. I can't control it. I'm not good at it. And it like does this and it's a gruesome, horrible thing to do. Yeah. Fair enough. That would, that would be fine. And in an R rated movie, that's how you use that kind of power. Okay. It doesn't just like go, it's not Cyclops. It's a sonic thing that like breaks glass. It would break their ears. That would be that would yeah. be the thing to do. Yeah, and sure. then you could then have also you know a black mask. You know and then deaf after that and like can't hear anything. And you could you could, you could play something with that anyway. So while this is the, while this force blast is coming out, Harley zips out wearing roller skates into the force blast. Well, she was
1: already. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: it doesn't seem that doesn't seem to do anything but push her forward. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've established earlier. That's the other that
1: thing I was going to say about that fight sequence is it's done with her wearing roller skates, or yeah. part, and it slows her down. So it was like all this really long, ta- like long lead ups to the f- to the punches and stuff because she's on roller skates, which take a while to get get yeah.
2: going. My my wife uh, wasn't into seeing this because the trailers did not look great, but she said once she saw uh, that scene. In a trailer where Harley hands uh a black canary a hairband yeah. to get her hair out of uh, out of her face. Sure. She went, Yeah, that's good. I'm in. Yeah. If they do that kind of stuff, then I'm in. It's like there's two women and they know what women need in a fight and they it's just a simple little thing, them helping each other, that's great, but there's never really anything like that in the rest of the movie no, ever yeah, again. Yeah. But it's a nice little little thing.
1: It's a nice moment, but yeah. but yeah. For and I can see that as women probably react to it more than as a guy. I'm just like, okay. Then, you know,
2: she's got her hair out of her face. Got her hair out of her face. Okay. Yeah. That's which fine. Is, which is needed. Huh. Uh, we don't know that need. They they do. And <laughs> yeah. so it plays realistically. Uh, we established earlier that she was in um, roller derby. That's right. It's fine. Right. Uh, I mean, that's fine. It's all fine. It's Those it, are the friends that it, were the, her friends. The only thing yeah. that's weird about that is, oh, you're in roller derby in front of an audience. And they see that you're Harley Quinn. <laughs> and you're a murderer that everybody knows. Yeah. Like one of the most famous murderers you've ever seen. Okay. And people are yeah, on so your team with you. Guys, isn't that Bonnie from Bonnie and Clyde? <laughs> yeah. Why are people not arresting her? Yeah. Yeah. Like she's a murderer, right? Like a like a like a big murderer. Okay. Fine. All, right. All right. So uh so yeah, she's now trying to get Cassandra back from uh from um uh, black mask yeah we have a car chase uh with with uh roller skates uh which i thought was fine i thought that was a good that yeah, was a good car good. chase a lot yeah. of good back and forth sure uh there That's fine um uh uh' it's a good sequence black canary Partly shows because
1: up she's a, she's in such a, a weak situation where she's just on roller skates trying to chase a car yeah which is like a good it's a good situation it puts her it makes her very
0: vulnerable and
2: i can't think of uh a movie where i've seen that before yeah yeah so, uh, so yeah, that feels kind of new. Uh, Black Canary helps out, uh, whipping her with the motorcycle and doing so, she uh, falls off her motorcycle, which I liked. You know, she's going to do a little sacrifice play there. Yeah. Cause that's the only way to do it. And that, uh, speeds her up. Um, and then they get to, uh, this dock that's like, I think they call it the Founders, Founders Bridge, Founders something. Yeah. Uh, which again, looks like it's going to be an interesting location. Okay. But then isn't. It's because like, it's, it's all just, fog? It's Yeah, it's fog and shadows. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, at least there's going to be something interesting about... So Founders... Yeah. Okay, are we going to see anything? Like, one of them looks like the penguin, like, <laughs> like the penguin's father was here, or something interesting, because yeah. we're Gotham City. It's like, no, not really. It's all just a setup to uh when uh, Harley, who's got, like, I think what, she's got a bullet, one bullet and a gun... And, or no, is it, what, she's firing something. Anyway, she shoots at, uh, she thinks there's a black mask, but like hits a statue. Yeah. So.
1: And then she's lo- wasted her last bullet in the chamber. She's out of ammo.
2: There's nothing she can do except be do the now. person who's an amazing fighter who could fight. <laughs> 15 cops uh, (laughs) and we've never established in any way that the black mask is anyway a good fighter yeah all we've seen him do is lounge around in a robe (laughs) you know there's nothing mad at people nothing nothing to establish you know whatever so uh so so yeah so it looks like well we're, we're now in some trouble um but uh cassandra uh says uh i've got your ring and uh uh holds up holds up a ring and we see that oh wait it was, there was grenades that she had uh, gotten earlier because yeah. we had established that. Yeah. And I guess she dropped grenades down his pants. Huh. Was that what happened? Because it felt like... I don't know. It really felt like he was looking like it was down his pants. And I don't know how... Okay. He's he, a man. He's a man and cannot feel when you drop grenades down <laughs> your groin. Like, yeah. like, I could almost see if you had a thing earlier with just like... You know, he has no genitals, right? Like, he's. he's well, you still get feel whether you had genital, genitalia or not. No, but like, not. something happened. Nervous, like, like, he's, like nervous he's got like, he's got a groin that's made of metal or something. Something oh, happened. Okay. Batman cut his balls off. Oh, I right. don't know. Some shit went down, <laughs> but something where like, he can't feel anything. Sure. Anyway, she, she, she somehow threw grenades, uh, on him and he can't get him out. And, uh, and Harley kicks him. And then he blows up into a bunch of pieces. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, it was a good that looking thing. Uh, that was good. That was a fun death. Yeah. That's when he, like, oh, he ain't coming back from that. Nope. No, that's not, there's not, he's not going to show up. Although, Steve Trevor is back. So, apparently, you can die. You can even die, like, 100 years ago and still come back.
2: Well, just on a complete side note, <laughs> do you remember how they brought Steve Trevor back in the Wonder Woman TV show? No, I don't. Wonder Woman was fighting in World War II. Mm-hmm. Then, in the uh, when they, when they brought the series back, it was in the 70s. Okay, so it was Steve Trevor, but it was Steve Trevor's son. Ah, and so she was dating her boyfriend's son. Well, that's really and had started up that same relationship again. Hmm. So, hopefully, they're not doing that in the They're Wonder not movie. because he's
1: confused by this new world he's in. That would be a very in the con- trailer.
2: Yeah, that would be a very confusing thing.
1: The other thing that bugs me about that trailer okay, is they use Blue Monday, the New Order song.
2: And why does that bug you? Well, because if it's 1984.
1: I know, but no one listened to that except for a bunch of weirdos. Like we literally had to bring, we had to bring that single ourselves to school, and try and convince the the DJ to play it for us. We had to like beg him to play one song for us that wasn't old, good time rock and roll, or whatever, some you know Bob Seger song. Like we had to beg for that, and that was in 1984. So I just, I just feel like the past. I mean, and I know they want to show like the 80s, so everyone wears pink and has like you know. um sweat sweat bands and you know the 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 aerobic uh, clothes and stuff like that and then everyone's listening to new order the way they did then it was on the radio every day you always heard blue monday all the time you know it wasn't like something that you had to like struggle and strive to like actually find and and bring home and listen to it and it was something special to you because no one else knew what the hell it was no no everyone listened in those days you know it's everyone don't worry
2: it's fine Well, maybe you didn't didn't see a movie called Thor Ragnarok, (laughs) but it had a trailer. Yeah. And in that trailer, it had, uh, what was the Zeppelin song that uh, they played? Immigrant song. What's that? Immigrant song. Yeah. And so that trailer sold a lot of tickets. Sure. So you're watching a trailer now. Yeah. They went, we need to sell those kind of tickets. So what we're going to do is basically the same trailer is what we're going to do. More
1: people know the Immigrant song than know uh, Blue Monday by New Order.
2: Anyway, back to Gotham City. Sorry, everyone. I just I had to right. go off
1: on that little pet peeve of mine.
2: So, uh, so uh, Roman uh, blows up. And uh, by the way, this is not the kind of movie where anyone uh, says a wisecrack after someone dies, which is weird, right? <laughs> it's like weird. you think, like It went right time. to pieces, yeah, or yeah, yeah, something or sure. You feel like they pick up his mask or something, or yeah, or at one point, let me just say this about Black Mask. Yeah, why the mask? Yeah.
1: He never really uses it in any way. He only wears it like one scene. Yeah, and it's kind of it's a creepy mask. I can see like it's a it's a good mask. It's a good mask. But he never uses it. Like he doesn't use it to to like like he should be wearing it in the in the scene with the family when they're getting their faces cut off.
2: Absolutely, he, he should have his
1: black mask on
2: when he's watching Harley, who uh, about to get her uh, face cut off. Like he, he, yeah. he should be wearing he should be wearing it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your black mask. Be black mask and tell me what's the power of the mask like you know uh is there a power to the mask i don't know well uh, not not a power power but like you know is it just like a creepy thing okay yeah yeah. because you're a he's a vain fellow right like he's a very vain fellow Mm -hmm. he's a handsome fellow why cover up your uh your your face yeah. It seems a weird thing for a handsome guy to want to do. This well, is the kind of thing a guy. But he's with doing illegal deformity. activities. So what's that?
1: He's doing illegal activities. There we go. So that would be a thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, I cover my face so God can't see me anything. You know? well, but, so I
1: can't get arrested before the
2: more practical minute. Oh, anyway. I don't think I think everyone knows who the hell he is. Everyone calls him by name and knows knows he's a crime lord, so no yeah. one gives a shit about that. So like why what's your Well, I don't think people in the in like the bar know that he's a crime lord. You don't? Not everyone. Like I
1: think there's people that are just like Going to a place because it's like a regular place to have drinks. I think that's why those cu- couple are surprised when they're suddenly made to like stand at a table. Oh
2: and... no! I think okay, I would disagree. I think that everyone knows that he's a crime lord, and they're all oh, okay. cool with that. They just think it's cool.
1: Okay, so yeah. we shouldn't feel sorry for those people at all because they they're not victims. They're just they're victims of their own of their own. It's uh, a
2: sliding scale in Gotham. <laughs> who's a who's a good person in Gotham City? So uh, so yeah, uh, he's blown he's blown apart. Uh, there you go. And uh, so uh, and Montoya and uh, Dinah and uh, the whole gang—they all meet for a nice meal. They're all meeting together mm. and uh, and, yeah. and talking, and bonding, and we're having our shawarma moment. That should be after the credits, but okay. Now let me let me say this: uh, some someone I didn't throw credit at earlier on uh, is, is someone we've had who's you know a, a chum. And uh, is someone we've had as a guest on our regular, our other podcast, Sneaky Dragons, Gail Simone. Okay. Uh, Chuck Dixon was the creator, basically, of The Birds of Prey. Okay. But uh, many issues in, the book was about to be canceled, and Gail Simone came on and made it a, a a book really about women bonding mm-hmm. together, and had a real sense of humor, and then and also had brought in some sadism as well as well. Okay. She's not afraid to throw in some gruesome violence, and she, she's a little she can be sick sometimes in a good way. Okay, uh, and so there's a there's this borrows I think a bit from uh, from from her from her style, but one of the things that she would always do is have the main characters get together and eat, and that's okay. where they would like kind of yeah. talk about things. Yeah. And it was also because you don't see women eating in po- in in pop culture. That's just something that's kind of forbidden, huh. unless they're eating a salad and laughing. Yeah, you know, it's, you don't see one, women really eating food. It's just kind of not something you do. So. Who wants to see that? This feels like a little bit of a you know tribute to that, yeah, and also earlier on in this movie, uh um Harley was gonna bring drinks to her friends and heard them bad mouthing her and and uh, this one we see her bringing drinks now to her new friends, and I like that she asks you know cassandra you uh you you drink right and it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like good, yeah, because she's a villain and she's gonna get her drink, yeah. so they all bond bond i don't think she's
1: a villain by this point but she is definitely has some she's amoral or she has some
2: i don't i don't think she's an anti-hero because she's not going to be going and doing anything heroic yeah Yeah, she has been through this trying to uh trying to find what her new identity is and she had a business card that said like bounty hunter and all these other things on it and still trying to decide uh, what what she is going to be you know she's not going to be She's not going to be a hero, but she's she's going to be like a basically a mercenary for hire. Yeah. So uh, Cassandra, who has had the the jewel inside her the whole time uh, <laughs> and has been uh, taped to a toilet in the past, uh, is uh, going to poop it out. So it's time to get the strainer and uh, get this diamond.
1: Yeah. Great. Yep. Good times. But I guess uh, uh, Helena Bertinelli, aka Huntress, aka Elizabeth Mary Win- or Mary Elizabeth Winsett, can
2: can. Uh... Get some money and yeah, get and, her family
1: fortune and fund this birds of prey thing. But
2: should she? Should she get some money? Why? Well, why? Why should she get? Why should she get any money?
1: The proceeds of crime?
2: Yeah, like it's a yeah. crime family. Yeah, like I mean, I'm sorry, your family died, but they were criminals. Like I mean, you <laughs> weren't, yeah. but you know, they probably did bad stuff as well. And this is all blood money yeah. anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Cassandra, that's true.
1: She should just give it away.
2: Cassandra goes to take a poop, and uh, her and Harley uh, take off, and they're and they and they're gone. Uh, now, this is what this is what I don't get. Is um, again, I'm reading a little bit of Wikipedia here. So, in the aftermath of destroying Roman's criminal empire, Montoya quits the GCPD, which which seems okay. Yeah, should have been a bigger quitting scene to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and with the money, with the accounts hidden inside the diamond. She joins Dinah and Helena in establishing a team of vigilantes, the Birds of Prey. So, yes. so uh Harley gave her some money because Harley's got the diamond with the codes. So Harley shared the money after she took off. How else mm. would she have gotten them the money? I guess. She, I guess she. I think she did say something along the lines of like, "I gave her some money." Mm. Yeah, that's fine. It that seems <laughs> like you know, it's, it makes Harley a little too nice to me. That like that's yeah the thing and, and, and I get it's like oh she needs the money because they're going to establish this team of vigilantes yeah well how does that work like why does she need money to establish a team of vigilantes like what's what's your expenses yeah are you buying a lair if you so show me the lair like what's what's this all about is this so uh, yeah, so Rene Montoya has you know fuck off money from work yeah so they have a you know they don't have to have day
1: jobs yeah <laughs> It's hard being a hero, you know, with having to have a day job and work at nights, you know. Right. It's very
2: tiring. Okay. So, anyway, they, they're, they're the birds of prey now. So, there you are. Yeah. And, again, no mention of why. I, I get that one of them has a bird name. Mm. So you got So, you got... Uh, Is there, like,
1: a reason why they're, they're called the birds of prey?
2: Not really, no. Oh, okay. I don't okay. think so. Okay. They were just called birds of prey. Yeah. Okay. It's Oracle. It was... Again, the originals were Oracle, Huntress, and Black Canary. Only one has a bird name. <laughs> Later on, there were some other bird related women joined, but that's not really the angle at all. Uh, yeah, so uh, they're the birds of prey, and they don't say why they're called that. Um, but you got uh, Huntress, great. Yeah. Okay. You got Black Canary, that's swell. Okay. And Renee Montoya. <laughs> so no, no code name there. No, also, yeah. Rene Montoya is a vigilante. With what? The power of...
1: Investigation.
2: A power of I can punch, I guess, Harley Quinn pretty good. Yeah. Like, it seems like, well, there's one person here who shouldn't probably be part of this team. Yeah. It's nice that you're bringing her along, but it's, you know, a woman in her late 40s, early 50s. <sighs> yeah, the guys are pretty good at this stuff, but yeah. I haven't seen anything. Yeah. establishes that she should be in Gotham City <laughs> fighting, like... And also, if you were going to do that and show that they're the birds of prey... Mm-hmm. Like I get that you can't use the Joker. I yeah. get that we probably can't use the Penguin. I get really that bad. we probably can't use Two Face. I any... get that you probably can't use Riddler. Uh, just show them up against someone in Gotham. Yeah. Like, just really go down the line. Like, Kite Man. I don't care. <laughs> Calendar Man. You know, some man. Mister Freeze. Some like freeze someone. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? You're just in a warehouse and one of them wearing masks now. Okay, it's fine. But like, just show
1: make it. Yeah, there should have been. Yeah, there should have been a sequence of them like being birds of prey, like actually fighting or something, not just hanging around. Yeah, yeah,
2: and and maybe hint at where this money went. Like
1: <laughs> their car, they have like a fancy car,
2: or or uh, Black Canary has a better bike now because she smashed her bike up oh, that's true. doing that doing that stuff. Or
1: Huntress has a better costume
2: now. Yes, that would be a thing too, <laughs> with the Burtonelli crime stuff. Anyway, uh, so uh, Harley and Cassandra. They, uh, they sell the diamond in a pawn shop and they start their own business as something I don't know mercenaries I don't uh, know yes. some deal and uh, and there you go and uh, you know they get the egg sandwich and uh, the the hyenas back and how they say is like oh we he, he, was, he was fine
1: yeah mm.
2: it's one around the neighborhood yeah again this would be the time that you want to have like just as a quick gag thing, flashback and let's see what the hyena was up to let's see the hyena's activities was he around for some of these things in the background maybe he bit somebody he helped something mm. something occurred anything like a cute backstory he just he, he's just going around he was adopted for a while by a family another movie is taking yeah. place with this hyena that we don't see and then they they all get back together at the end something anything yeah nothing we just found him <laughs> fuck off <laughs> Then that's nothing. Then that's mm. that's absolutely kiss. And the problem is, like, they then have Cassandra give her the egg sandwich, which is good. That's that's fine. That's buttoning that. But you just did a second button, like right here. It's right over my shoulder. This hyena button. <laughs> now you're doing this button. <clears throat> like, and if you're gonna do that, yeah. then yeah. Now I get to have my egg sandwich, and then the hyena eats it. Yes. And like, oh, Bruce. I'm like, okay, now. Your one button has eaten your other button, and that's fine. Yeah. That would be fine. But instead, it was just her winking at the camera, and it's like, yeah, we all had a good time, and then the credits roll.
1: Yes, the ending of the movie is as featureless as the funhouse in this movie.
2: Yeah. It just felt like it's time to end the movie. (laughs) Yeah. And then it all goes, and you're like, should we wait till the end? Should we wait till the end? It waits till the end, and then Harley uh, says that, uh, you know, uh, oh, you wait till the end, huh? Well, I guess you deserve something. Okay, here's the thing about Batman, and they go... Thing about Batman is he, f- and it starts with an F, and then the they they end it. Yeah, like, which is uh, it's moderately funny, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, do you want to know what, he, what she was going to say? Oh, what's okay. that? Well, it's a thing that she says in the um, cartoon. Okay. Uh, Batman fucks bats. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: She says, she says fucks bats. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. In what cartoon?
2: The Harley Quinn cartoon.
1: Oh, on on TV? Yeah,
2: the one that's out now.
1: Oh, I didn't realize we're swearing in it.
2: Oh. Is there ever swearing? Over. Okay. There's swearing in I don't, a lot of us. You know, I don't watch these things. And tonally, tonally a bit more on the money than I think this film. Okay. Interesting. Cause it's about, it's about her breaking up with the Joker mm. and dealing with her own issues and yeah. why she did the things that she did. And oh. it's actually, let me just tell you, I'm going to do a slight spoiler. Okay. For, uh, for one of the things that's, uh, that's in the Harley uh, Quinn cartoon that I liked, which was she, she was talking about how the Joker pushed her into the bat okay pushed her off the ledge and into the bat and then they do a thing where she goes into her memories and her friends get to join her in her memories and she's watching this and it plays out and she goes like wait this is wrong and she realizes no he didn't push me i made the choice to jump into the bat yeah and that kind of changes her perspective on how things were she took <laughs> responsibility away for her own actions. yeah yeah and then she had to give herself responsibility and we're like oh no i did this to myself and then it really changes how <laughs> things are Interesting. it's a good little scene yeah yeah but again like the end of this movie shouldn't be I got my egg salad, my my egg sandwich and it's like, "Well, I don't need the Joker anymore." Why don't you need the Joker anymore? What has changed? You have grown as a person. You're now protecting somebody, which is which is a good thing. But what did the Joker offer you that you thought you needed that you don't need now? And also, doesn't everybody still want to kill you? Cuz it looks like you're happy and things are great, but Everyone still wants to murder you, right? That yeah. that hasn't changed whatsoever. <laughs> none of that is none of that is different. Yeah. She's still on the run. She's still on the run. But she's sure not looking like she's on the run. She's looking like the world's her oyster and she hasn't got a, a, a problem. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it wasn't that Black Mask had sent everyone out to kill her. Yeah. That wasn't why everyone was... So when Black Mask is gone and Zaz is gone, your problems are not now over. The thing was, you had done a lot of shit that now... People want to kill you for yeah and apparently you're handing out business cards and trying to drum up business for your business Yeah, i don't know if that makes a lot of sense to end that way that's how they ended it I know, it is a big giant flat pancake yeah, yeah. deadpool I, makes it look
1: easy deadpool really does make it look easy you're right i think people yeah. underestimate those films in terms of how well they're structured um even the second movie i think is very well done you know yeah And it has a lot of gory stuff in it too, but it makes it, it finds the fun in it. It knows how to, it knows how to, it knows how to separate you from the horror. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's scenes where people go into like a tree, you know, like a leaf mulcher, like a big giant, you know, tree shredder. That's horrible, but yet it's done in a way that's funny because it doesn't show you a person being shredded in a shredder. It shows you the results of it. It shows you legs squiggling, but it doesn't show you the horror of it. So it keeps you... From arms length from what's yeah, happening. it has
2: juggernaut tearing him in half. Yeah. As like that's gruesome. Yeah. And then he grows little legs. And <laughs> you see a little penis. And we, we play it for laughs and it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought, you know, Margot Robbie is very charming in in this character. I I will I would like to see her do this again. Yeah. Um I'm looking forward to the new Suicide Squad with James Gunn directing it. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna have a nice take on that. Um yeah, and uh, I hope I hope, it, I hope this does all right. Again, I would say to me, this is the best DC Universe movie after Wonder Woman. I think this is better than Shazam. I think it's better than Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than Batman v Superman or Man of Steel. Uh, definitely Justice League and very, very definitely Suicide Squad. I don't know if I think it's better than Shazam.
1: I know and I admit Shazam has some problems, but I think this film has problems too. Um, but this film is not doing very well in theaters mm-hmm. in terms of like as a you know it's not it's losing money
2: yeah which is a shame
1: it is a shame because it's a good film and uh i just think that but you know they just didn't i feel like they didn't market it they made some the
2: r-rated part of it it was unnecessary for sure
1: and and i also think that they you know they've made a movie for a particular audience and a, a Maybe that audience isn't into these sort of movies.
2: Who? What audience do you think this is for?
1: I think this is for. Well, I think it was, should be a movie for girls. Yeah, but
2: they then you can't have. But you can't have girl girls. I know. Then you. But they made it. You've so taken that girls teenage can't see girls see out yeah. of the mix for sure. So you can't. You can't see this. You can't have. And that's the thing. You're right. There are a lot of girls who really like Harley Quinn. Yeah, and we're taken. We're taking them out of the uh, out of the situation. Yeah, like I mean, doing doing things like stopping, you know, a sexual assault in an alley. Yes, that's the kind of thing that you that you do. You take the the realistic things, and then you take this the over the top things, and you, and you and and you mix them all together. And that's how you that's how you make it work. And that's what makes the Marvel movies work. Yeah, they have all these over the top things, but they're grounded in like re what's this movie really about? And it, it is about you know empowerment and you know people getting out of their dead end jobs, and you know it's not a million miles away from nine to five, frankly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, then when you then when you make an R-rated movie, and the only thing you make R-rated about it is the fucks, What the fucks? <laughs> I mean, the cartoon that I'm talking about yeah. has fucks in him, Yeah. Uh, but uh, it also has gruesome violence. But it's gruesome violence that serves the narrative. Mm-hmm. So you go like, yes, this would be an R-rated. This is what happens to the Gotham that you don't see in the Batman cartoon. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. this is... That Harley gets a little darker. It would be like what you would do with Deadpool, is like now sure. you're going to see what happens to the X Men movies when it's this guy over here. Yes, yeah. that all makes yeah. sense. But yeah, they just didn't seem to commit to that angle in this. And if they had, yeah, maybe maybe that would have been something. But I think the big problem was don't R rate this shit. Don't do that. Stop it. Don't R rate it. At least
1: have one sympathetic male character in the entire movie would be also kind of nice. Uh, you do need to appeal to mm. both. Both men and women, and if men go to a movie where all the men in the movie are jerks, rapists, murderers, mm-hmm. cheaters, you know, credit takers, there's, you know, what's what's for what's for guys to go see? Yeah, a movie. the nicest
2: guy was the restaurant owner who just was like, yeah, I need the money, and then he sold her
1: out. So how nice bye. to see, yeah. So to so, be yeah. fair,
2: though, to the restaurant owner, yes, he sold her out. She is a murderer. Like, yeah 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 you know but i mean but and we, also yeah. to the uh you know to wait did he sell her out to to the, the black mask guy or to uh huntress
1: he sold her out to everyone okay it's not just huntress that attacks See, they're also attacked okay, by but huntress by people with when the
2: crossbow killer comes in and is yeah. asking you for information yeah it's like you can either give her the information or like here's the way i think it played out yeah is like huntress comes in uh she's got her crossbow yeah i need information well the she's he's an older guy he's gonna be getting a crossbow in the leg <laughs> the best of things yeah he's probably getting one in the neck yeah he's got to spill the beans so he doesn't really have a lot of choice there like he's not gonna go well, I'm, we, I'm gonna die for i don't think
1: she kills people who are innocent she's supposed to... how
2: does he know i'm
1: just she's saying She's the
2: crossbow yeah. killer okay she has come sure. in to, to but
1: she's not the one that he gives the information to but
2: but if he's because cro... he got paid for it no but here's the thing he's the cross. okay this is the way I think it played out. Okay, well, this, you, well, this is the only I way don't know I, why
1: you have to do this, but okay, go ahead.
2: Well, because of how, because of how it, it played out in the movie. He okay. didn't call up Black Mask and go, Hey, it's uh, this. What happened was he was, he was working downstairs. Yeah. Uh, Cassandra and Harley go upstairs. Yeah. Crossbow Killer comes in. Yeah. Goes, I need information on da, da, da. What's your, what's your name? Huntress um and 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 so he obviously spills the beans to her okay because otherwise he's going to get murdered yeah. so like that's fair sure he's not going to cover up for the murderer who lives upstairs <laughs> yeah. that makes no sense yeah. so once he's done that and said like yeah she lives up, she lives upstairs uh okay now now she now she knows that it makes sense then for unless you know it doesn't make sense that she didn't go upstairs right then and and, and get her uh but like once the beans have been spilled You know, he might as well call up Roman and just go, hey, do you want some information on Harley Quinn? (laughs) Like, yeah. Can I get some money for that? Sure can. Okay. Uh, This. Great. Because the beans have already been spilled. Everything's, shit's going down. Might as well make some money off it. And then he makes the money and he fucks off. But
1: the fact that he, she doesn't show up at the apartment.
2: You mean that uh, Huntress Huntress, doesn't? Yeah. So you think he just clams up to Huntress?
1: Yeah, because she doesn't have any money.
2: No, but he's, she's got a crossbow. Doesn't matter. And she's the crossbow killer. Doesn't matter. He's going to risk his life. Yeah. So okay. So he's the guy who ethically goes, "Listen, I'm not going to compromise my values. Yeah. If it's going to cost me my life, that's fine. Sure. You can kill me. Well, he doesn't believe and that. And then she's the gonna, second yeah. she's gone, yeah. He goes, you know you what, know, what I, though? I, I can use make a couple of bucks. I can make some money from this. Yeah, let me call, let me call him up yeah. and, uh, and uh and and gets and gets the dough. He was fine with being killed, I, but he wasn't fine with not making money.
1: That whole se- sequence doesn't make any sense, really.
2: That's the thing. The only yeah. way it seems to make sense to me is if he spills the beans to her, it and doesn't then make it goes sense. like doesn't Now make the sense beans th- have been spilled, I might as well make money off of this. But that In
1: doesn't real. make sense though, because why didn't she go upstairs? Hmm. So she didn't have any information because she didn't act on it. Unless she just wants
0: a
2: weird like, scene,
1: and why does she want that information anyway? What does she care about Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn had, didn't have anything to do with her. She's trying to hunt down the people who killed her family. Harley Quinn is not a factor in that in her in her vendetta. So if she's that single minded that she spent the last how many it, years she of her is, life
2: though, because if she's if she's to what's going on, yeah, um, she really wants out of. She's not going for Black Mask. Yeah, she's not going for Harley Quinn. No, she's going for Zaz. Yeah, Zaz is her tar- target. Sure. So. She knows that Harley is working for, uh, Black Mask, who also. How does she know that? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> well, that's... well, there's no other reason. There's no other reason for her to be after Harley. That's what I mean. Like, it doesn't make any sense. He ha- she has to be going after Zaz. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense for her. Okay. No, this would make more sense. It made more sense
1: if she was, tra- was tracking down Black Canary. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Than...
2: Here's the thing. Like, she wouldn't then go up and, like, you know, uh, kill Harley. Because she's no, got no. no reason to kill Harley,
1: but she could but go up and does, ask her where Zaz is. What
2: she does have reason—no, what she does have reason to do—is yeah. like a you know a Harley's up there, great. Is is wait outside and wait for Harley, and then like follow Harley to whatever Harley's oh, okay. doing. That would make sense, sure. But we don't see that we either. We don't see that happen. Nothing happens, and so who knows? Make uh, maybe
1: maybe we do because that that's why she shows up out of the blue and kills Zaz in the funhouse, right?
2: Oh, that would make sense if she was following Harley. Okay. Yeah.
1: But they don't show her following her, so it's... But,
2: it's the, why, but you're right, movie? that is the only way that would make sense. That's the only way
1: sense. that makes sense, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, so the only way this scene makes sense is yeah. Crossbow Killer goes in, talks to the guy. Uh, he spills the beans. She leaves. Yeah. He goes, I've he spilled more the beans. beans. He spills some I'm more I'm beans. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some money off my bean spilling. Yeah. Hey, 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 there you go. Then uh, Then Harley comes out and goes, how could you do this? What are you doing? I needed the money. He also knows, though, that he told the crossbow killer this. But if he tells her, I I told a killer about you, now (laughs) Harley's going to kill him. But if he's going, I did this for the money, she's not going to kill him. She's going to go, oh, I'm disappointed in you. Well, you drive off. He drives off. He can't tell her about the crossbow killer. She leaves uh, to deliver deliver, um, the uh, Cassandra to uh, Black Mask. Huntress follows which is the only way Huntress would know yeah. where, where they're at. Yeah. That all makes sense. We've solved the mystery. Well done, everybody. Good hustle. Good hustle, everybody. It's, but it's
1: not, a, I mean, it's a mystery. It's just, it's just poor storytelling, really, more than anything else. Like you needed to have like, there's a few steps in there that needed to be taken. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But back to my main point, which is, yes, that there should be at least one sympathetic character and that, that restaurant owner is not that character.
2: Here's the other thing. You had Ali Wong there as uh, Montoya's ex girlfriend. She did nothing. That's the thing. You've got <laughs> Ali Wong. Yeah,
1: expected more from that.
2: She's a hilarious comedian. Like something. You do something with her. No, nothing.
1: Okay. I always like her glasses. Yeah, they were good glasses. Yeah, they were a nice pair.
2: Ah, oh, see who. All right, who has glasses like that in Gotham City? Mockingbird. She mm-hmm. could be Mockingbird. Not Mockingbird. Is that what? Magpie? Magpie. That's a character. Okay. Magpie. Okay. Yeah. Is that a favorite? villain? It's a villain who Tell likes like a uh, villain. shiny things. Okay. Yes. He yeah. that Stealing good. shiny things. Be yeah. Cool. All right. So let's make Ali Wong a uh, magpie, <laughs> or you know, make her make her a villain in a uh, future uh, future thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's weird when they have a comedian like that in such a nothing bit part in a movie, like just a character role that could be played by anyone. Mm-hmm. Any any schlub could do that role. You don't need to have someone who's like you're like going, okay, I guess she's gonna do something funny. Pretty. Nope. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. But all right, guess she got the money for it. Good for her.
2: Do you think the Ace uh, Chemical Factory is going to rebuild? <sighs> you
1: know, what I think they're going to put in this place the playing card factory. <laughs> when will they ever learn?
2: <laughs> but uh, let us know here. We don't learn either. We're going to keep coming <laughs> back to all of these movies over and over again. Whatever the next DC movie is, we're going to we're going to go see we'll it. We'll see it. Um, what did you oh there was also a little tribute to uh, uh Captain Boomerang there in the uh mm. thing there I know I know that him. Guy, yeah, yeah, I know that guy that, that good. that's good. Yeah. Uh what what y'all uh what did you all think of the movie if you saw it? And if you haven't seen it, I'd say go see it. And if uh you know you know sometimes you see a movie and you go like, Well, that's pretty that's pretty good movie. And you go like, but it's still flawed. And it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the flawed. I mean we didn't like the movie. It just uh, you know, come on. And also just in general, let me say this. DC Try a little harder. Try a little harder. Like, like, give that, give mm. your films two more edits. Just go through them. Yeah. Like, even when the, at the script phase, like, just go through them and just go, did you set something up? Well, why don't you pay that off? Yeah. Before you introduce something new. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, tonally, what are we going for here? <laughs> does this, does this work? Does yeah. This is. Does
1: What's this our audience
2: for this? That's right.
1: What's our audience? What is our target for this, for what we're doing? That's a good question to ask always when you're making a movie, and yes, a little better editing would help this film a lot. And I think, um, well, I mean, it's a, of course it's subjective. There, I could be saying these things that Harley wears like a terrible costume at the end of the movie with her orange pants and all that stuff. But other people might be like, "Oh, I thought it was great. I loved, I loved her costume." So you know, but to me, I thought the characters were dressed ugly rather than dressed to you know and. Why do you have Margot Robbie in a movie if you're not going to have like someone attractive look attractive? Make them look like they're wearing like a – I don't know what she looked like. She looked like she's wearing gar- garbage bags at the end of the movie. So no. And if you – I say uh, no.
2: If you have one character with a superpower, um don't just have it come out of
1: nowhere.
2: <laughs> another problem. Yeah. Did I mention I'm <clears throat> telekinetic? What? No, you didn't. Okay, well, there you go. Let's
1: wrap up on a positive note, which is that overall, this film is fun. Yep. It has some great sequences, has some great great set pieces. Yeah, the fighting sequences and stuff. I do have some issues with them, but overall, they're they're great. The it
2: was a se- good scenery chewing villains. You, oh yes, Hugh McGregor is, is fantastic. Which is a real problem for DC movies. Yeah. When was the last time a DC movie had a villain that you were like, oh, that's a pretty good"? Oh, I really enjoyed uh, scenes with a villain.
1: Not just that. But when's the last time you saw a movie with a villain who was a was a sympathetic doctor in a in a sitcom? Huh. The guy who played Zaz was the boyfriend of Mindy. Oh, the Kate, mini project, mini project, yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of weird. Like it is kind of funny. Like I like I like to see some some someone like oh, hey, guy has had a lot of range. That's good. <laughs> play play crazy killer very convincingly. Yeah, and then also be a lovable guy on a on a sitcom.
2: Good for him. That's good. So good good for him. I, can't, really, for I can't remember the actor's name, but sorry. Oh, there's no way I could possibly know Chris uh, Messina. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there that's you right. are. Uh, so let us know what you thought, and uh, here's how you do that. Uh, we do another podcast, as I mentioned, called Sneaky Dragon, and so most of this information is Sneaky Dragon related, but, you know, it's just the easiest way to go about it. Go to SneakyDragon.com. That is where we keep all of the episodes of this show, and there are message boards underneath each episode, and that is where you could, like, uh, let us know uh, what's up. You go, like, hey, fellas, didn't you realize uh, you forgot about... Hey, didn't you notice? And then you can uh, tell us that. Yeah, we'll go, please. oh, you're absolutely right. Please do that. Yeah. Uh, or go to uh, our Facebook page, Sneaky Dragon on Facebook or Twitter. That is at uh, Sneaky underscore Dragon. Uh, we also have SneakyDragon.Tumblr.com on Tumblr because we're still on Tumblr. We did not leave when all the pornography left. We stayed. And we went, uh, you can't make us move. We said, it'll be back. <laughs> and that's, And we'll be here. <laughs> we'll be here for it. Yeah. so uh yeah but please let us know um as i say we we do another podcast called sneaky dragon where we talk about a wide variety of topics uh david has a podcast called sneaky dragon listening party why don't you tell people what that's about
1: Uh, sneaky dragon listening party is a podcast i do with my daughter where we sit and listen to music together talk about songs and the history of songs and how great songs are
2: If you want to uh, hear us talk about Marx Brothers movies, uh, on the Sneaky Dragon page, we did a series called "Full Marx," where we went over every Marx Brothers film. We also did one where we talked about every Beatles song, uh, called "Completely Beatles." But uh, the final, some of the final, one of the final episodes of that, we did talk about the Beatles movies. Yeah, that's true. So you can go uh, check that out.
1: That's true. We also talked about the Marx Brothers movies in in their episodes.
2: Yes, that is true. That would be very strange if we did We also
1: talked about the Tintin movies. In that. and
2: When we did Totally Tintin. Yeah. That's right. So we've been talking about movies for quite a while. And we've been talking about this movie for about a little over two hours. <laughs> that means it's time for us to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Ian. I've been David. And uh, you, you keep on burdening in the free prey world. Oh, man.
0: Come on!
2: deaths and let Roma go finger fishing in the kid's intestinal track. We're gonna have to work together.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure.